As many, uh, what are they called? Taca, taco quieras or whatever? Tacarillas? Tacarillas. Because Rasputin is one of the ballers of history. I think he generally was an evil man. He just. He might have been. all of next year off he comes back in 2020 at 26 years old which is normally when like dudes start their rookie years anyway or pitchers start like coming into their yeah, stride yeah. like look at clayton kershaw wasn't he like 26 no, when he, he started no he actually he's, he's only 30 right now well so. that's what i mean but the last like four or five years hasn't he just been like well it's not, been maybe like not so much nine. last year but oh it's really he's been that good for that long he's, i mean i know he's been good but i think he made his start when he was like 20 21 best pitcher in baseball good for that long yeah, I, I remember the first time Buster Olney was like, name, you know, blah, 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 the guys you would start a franchise with. And all Riley and I knew about Kershaw was he had a big loopy curveball. And and when he said Clayton Kershaw is like one of the top five guys you start a franchise with, we were like, what? He throws that goofy Ephus pitch. <laughs> a big stinking knuckle curveball thing. It just has such a weird herky-jerky motion. It seems like it would be so like... Doesn't he do like two leg kicks? Yeah, it seems like he like pauses and then does another leg kick. It seems like it would be so tedious to try to do every time, but... Hey, if that's, what's your, if that's, that's what you're comfortable doing... That's what mechanics are. You gotta do the uncomfortable thing every time. Well, I don't know becomes, if that's necessarily true. Well, then it becomes comfortable. You gotta do what's comfortable. There you go. And then just make that work. Alright, hey, here we are, we're back We just, recorded, no, yeah, the no. last minute was No, yeah, we're talking baseball yeah. That's yeah. not the way it's to start right. it's, Yeah, it's just softballs, everybody in there, you know They're like, what are these I tried to get it in before about? you were starting uh, It has been how long since we did this last? Um, Probably okay, so, a solid six months So our last posted episode is from February We what? actually recorded in April, which Oh, it was the, April? Yeah, by the, or maybe okay. May By the time we, I don't think it was May By the time anyone's listening to this, hopefully that, that last one gets posted So you can listen to that one first yeah i'm doing a two for when i upload this but, bad boy. <laughs> so really out of the internet we've been gone for about seven months that is a pretty long time to yeah. take a break but we gave everybody a chance to but it's us. a break it wasn't retirement we're back <laughs> yeah i mean it was in a semi-retirement we just went on a sabbatical i mean again i can try to catch up everybody but, it, but you can just listen to the last one where we essentially talked about the fact that kirk is an engaged man and I am engaged. I moved out of my mom's house. <laughs> Tyler moved out of his mom's house. He doesn't live there anymore. I don't. Is what he means. Yeah. But he, wh- where did you just come from? My mom's house. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how much has really changed. Hey, <laughs> I don't have to walk my dogs anymore. Anyway, we're back. I'm not sure what episode this is. 35? Would it be 35? If I post I two know. of them, would it be 35? I think we're on 36. 36. 
If you did, if I uh, if you'd have made a bet with me, how far this would have gone when we started, I don't think thirty six would have been the number I came up with. Thirty six over two years, pretty pretty <laughs> pretty pretty decent. That's that's prolific. That's, <laughs> that's you not know, prolific. It is. It is. It's not by podcast. I'm not saying it was good. <laughs> you know, some of it has been pretty bad, but yeah, for a while there, for a whole week, we were doing two a week, and then that week was over. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be nice. It's hard. It's hard for me. I don't know if it's hard for you, but it's tough for me because I just like well, now, get, especially I, I live in Anaheim Hills now, so I'm, I get on the freeway and I don't want to come back around here. Yeah. Once, once you get home, you know, well, I mean, that's I don't want to wait around for literally around. one episode since recording. Has that been the case? I know, but, but that's always the thing. And it's been a hot. This is probably, summer. though, you know what? It's yeah, been a yeah. hot fucking summer. You live in an apartment now? No. Well, yes, but but, but oh, wait, wait, but it's, wait! <laughs> but it's beautifully uh, air conditioned. I mean, it's not that. That's yeah. that's the problem. You have central it's, air conditioning, or yeah, is a unit in the wall? No, it's a it's a central thing. Oh. Like it, it blows everywhere. It's that's really awesome. Cold. It's nice. They have we, they put in nests in all of our things now. So we, yeah, so you guys have vents in every room. Yeah. Oh, we have that thing. I feel like except for my room. I feel like it's in the hallway right outside my room, but my actual room has really bad circulation. Dude, and I'm right by a giant yeah, window. Uh, last summer was hot, but this summer was like, there was like a two, three week stretch where it was just unbearable. We went and bought a big portable air conditioning unit. And it started in April. Yeah. Well, uh, we didn't get really bad until like, like the middle of summer. Like July was just a heinous month. It was hot. It was at least like two weeks straight it of just, just 105, 105 plus straight. Yeah. And it was like, it was difficult to sleep. Like that's how bad things got for me like i was having a hard time getting to sleep some nights just because it was so hot you're pointing like five different fans at your like exposed crotch you're like we have one big oh down. that actually is going to tie into a fan day something sort <laughs> the of old like classic that. fan day. um yeah but it was real hot it was tough to sleep a couple nights we bought a portable air conditioner to kind of offset that and of course the electric bill like nearly tripled yeah but I was like, fuck it, I'll pay for that. Because we were paying like 25 bucks a month and we don't ever run the air. And then we started running the air and went up to like 30 bucks a month. Then we bought this other air unit and I ran it for two weeks straight. And my electric bill came back at like 80 bucks. I was like, I don't care. I'll called, fucking pay it. That's called luxury, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I may not be able to afford this later down the road, but I'm paying for it now. So what, 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 what? Um, all right, so we're back. It's probably the 36th episode. Yes. I'm not sure 100%. I'll be able to verify that at a, on a later episode if we ever do a later episode. We never know at this point. This, we're just kind of freewheeling here, you know? We're, we're, I just we're, checked the SoundCloud. It's our 36th. No, I, I mean, like, if we'll do another episode. Oh, I yeah. believe you that it's the 36th episode. Yeah, but if we're doing another episode in the future, I don't know. We're we're, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here. Let's, call, let's, call, let's call every episode uh, our last potential episode. potential final episode. Our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Reunion <laughs> tour. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. yeah. One last one. <laughs> anyway, so um since it's been so long, we're not going to we're not going to act like we had a solid formula that we had in the first place we no. were going to stick to cuz we were pretty much just like I said, freewheeling, flying by the seat of our pants doing things. But we are going to do something that we have done in the last couple episodes, and that's enjoy some beers oh, while shit. we're doing this. So, Tyler Deflin, would you do the honors, please? Oh, yeah. I will entertain the crowds and the masses while you're doing this. Uh, our our beer talk, what we like to do is act like we know anything about anything, which is the farthest thing from the truth. We don't know anything about anything. And the thing that we do when we are like 19 years old. <laughs> yeah, weed, hemp, bro. So I got hemp beer. He did. If you heard that, he got hemp beer. So this is called hemp Humble beer. Brown Ale brewed with hemp 
Okay, is there any... Uh, for memory, like, I know this label. Don't no. I, you know, I've heard about Humboldt Brewing Co., but I don't I don't know if... This, yeah, this is Humboldt Brewing Company. 5.7. Uh, 5.7 alcohol by volume. Does the, like, packaging on the side have any... Uh, what? Fun. Like, forward or note from the author? <laughs> Table of contents? Yeah, anything. Anything. No. No. Uh, no. So there's no story to this beer, so... Uh, we can make it up. Look, here's a government warning that says, according to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. You know what? In in 2018, I think they should change this to just all genders should try to limit their consumption of alcohol at all given times because it is poison. It's literal poison that was designed to make you feel good for a little while and then inevitably kill you. We've talked about this. This is, it's, it's like planned poisoning it's planned numbing or like making you worse yeah that's that's the whole goal tastes pretty good it tastes like a brown l wood it's very um sweet and nectary uh i don't know what the hemp flavor would be because i've never eaten hemp aren't isn't like weed and hops like kind of related in the same category anyway and that they look the same no like a genus that's a good maybe, question maybe Let's class see what the old internet has to say i don't know kevin put cranberries on frank's good shirt or whatever what uh the classification oh kings play chess on fine green sand there you go someone's everyone's got, got they added own. like a new category what? Since we were in high school, I was bullshit. Like, Pluto is a planet. <laughs> it is now, unless it's not again. I knew in the last like like twenty five years, it's been a planet, and not been a planet like four and five times. Like now we're adding and subtracting science classifications. I was gonna look up hops and pot, how they're related. That's all I need to see. They apparently are related. I there don't we care go. How, but they are. So that's us. Uh, so what do you think about this this brew? You know, it's, it does taste okay. You know what? I, I I've been on record of saying beer usually just tastes like beer to me. But no, this that's does, actually you know what I was thinking about that. This you, does taste like brown ale. The people that take up a charge against the the IPAs in particular, uh, yeah, IPAs are a trendy thing, and uh, you know that's a different argument altogether to really dissect. But I think that IPAs they're fantastic when you really get a good one they're fantastic like if you stand an ipa up next to a lager next to a pilsner next to an ale you can tell a difference i'm not saying that that is a positive thing for everybody but i guess the fact that i mean yes there are they are different but my main goal um when i see beer is to like get it from the glass or bottle into my stomach and i try to keep my mouth like not involved at all because alcohol, again, what? As a poisoning and as a as a as a as a as a as a I try to not involve my mouth. As a product that makes us worse purposely, it also doesn't taste awesome. I don't care what people say it's an acquired taste. It's still do a shot of alcohol. Like, yeah, you can I don't know, man. Get used to it, but that's the whole point. You're getting used to it still being a bad taste. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I feel like that argument has another side to it. Like, a, a lot of things, like, are an acquired taste. Like, 90% of beer, I'm I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. It's down now. Good. I don't know. I, I I could, I could I'll change I'll drink a lot mind. of them. I can but. change your mind. I, I, I'm, I'm sure that going out to like see the thing is is like nowadays with beer it's not just like like your dad's drinking beer you know your dad got a thing of budweiser's and that was like good enough you know you come home crack open a budweiser like that to me does not sound refreshing at all 
And I mean, I enjoy a Miller Lite, but I know what a Miller Lite is. A Miller Lite for me is a cheap beer that I can drink a few of yeah. without being severely impaired. Or you can buy like a round of four for your buddies and yeah, not, not yeah. have it not and, uh, like really bucks. hurt your wallet. Like it's 20 bucks <laughs> instead of buying a $8 IPA. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and uh, so for me, like when I order Miller Lights after golfing, uh, it's because we're going to have two or three of them and yeah. then I'm going to drive home. Like, I don't want to get, uh, a 7.5% alcohol by volume, drink three of those and just be fucking stupid sloppy drunk when I'm driving home. Like That's usually what I go for when I get beers. I I go for a 7 or an 8% because, again, I don't want to drink two or three of them just to have the same effect that one will have. There's, uh, at least I'm finding... I like wine that that much more now because... Wine's fantastic, too. You don't have to drink as much of it. I have quite a few bottles of wine sitting right there. Yeah, come on. Um, Go through them. No. uh, Oh, I don't know anything about them. I don't even pretend to that, know. You still have that moonshine down there too. Uh, actually, it's like almost gone. There's really not a whole lot of moonshine left. Um, my mom is going to Tennessee right now to get oh. some moonshine, so I'll, she'll come back with some. Uh, but anyway, dude, um, what my thing is is there's a strong correlation between alcoholic uh, volume, or at least there's a perceived notion that alcoholic volume is generally an indicator of like the quality of a beer, and that can't be further from the truth like that's just it's not always the case that's true but like what's the best tasting beer you've ever had that was less than four percent well (laughs) they really don't make beers that are less than four percent like if we're being 100 percent honest like 4.5 what about like less than five then uh, I uh, mean, never mind. I don't want to hear all your uh, fucking Dos Equis isn't bad. A Dos Equis is probably a four point five. Like the ironic thing of me saying all this is the fact that my favorite beers are stouts, which are by far probably the worst tasting <laughs> of the beers. No, not true. Not not true. As, at as far all. as just not bitterness. True at all. As I far as just like that, harsh that, and that like sours oh. and saisons or saisons or whatever. For me, those are those are far and away very 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 disgusting like i oh anything with like that fruity that bitter like, fucking like like and not not bitter in the sense like ipa like because i know like beers are measured on their bitterness unit but like that's right we did bitterness in the in the in the taste bud sense like that like just tarty tangy flavor well, you have to do this afterwards yeah i don't want that i don't want that in my beer but like like a, a bitter like technical term IPA like a Pliny the Elder yeah uh, uh, there's an El Segundo it's called 2-5 left it's a double IPA dude that's incredible like a piney taste that just like is really crisp really refreshing like and that's the thing it's at the end of the day it's refreshing I mean that I don't know how much of that is related to what you've actually done all day yeah or, and you know what's coming you're yeah. like oh i'm about to feel know. really good i don't know. i i i, I kind of like believe- it's, it's like the same joys of like packing the bowl before you actually smoke it you're like ah i'm relaxed. marveling like it's this. already yeah. starting yeah. like i haven't even it's taken therapeutic a yet, like ooh. yeah sometimes like just cracking open a beer itself before even drinking it is yeah. just like therapeutic you're just like i'm gonna sit down and enjoy a beer like uh, you know i have the potential to alter my state of mind for a limited time and not really have to worry about stuff. I don't know, but I, there are some beers out there that taste good. But anyway, um, that's beer talk for you. If you have anything you had, wanted to add about Humboldt Brown Ale, I would speak now or forever hold your peace. Yeah, let's let the audience speak. All right. There's some crickets out there <laughs> making some noise. All right, we're going to go into uh, something that we do do pretty consistently, and that is takes one, two, no one. Um, I do have a take here, but I'm not really sure. And you know what? In the purest sense, this is a take because it's you know it's a it's it's a an opinion might not be right, um, might not be fair, 
Uh, it certainly is a take, and I was feeling a type of way when I came up with it. So that's how that's how all good takes are. Yeah, I asked you a little bit of emotion earlier today what your three favorite Modest Mouse songs were. Do you oh, care that was part to, of the take. It ties into my my grand scheme of things here. What were your three opinions? Uh, Tiny cities made of ashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, here it comes and. Good times are killing me. All right, mine were uh, lounge, uh, teeth like God, shoe shine, and uh, night on the sun. And uh, I was thinking about this, and I was like thinking about stuff, and I was listening to Modest Mouse at the time at work, and that's actually not true. I don't know how this got started. Uh, I <laughs> went back and listened to Modest Mouse um, as I was thinking about this, but it kind of occurred to me that Modest Mouse songs are really just white privilege anthems. Yeah, like. It, I mean, a lot of unapologetically, like a lot of like, of well, you think know, about it. So, like the ter- the song "Float On" comes to mind. What's like the first line of that song? I crashed my car into a cop car the other day, and uh, he said uh, he just drove off. Drove off, and sometimes life's okay. How white privilege is that? Doesn't get any more white privilege than that. It is. It's 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 very leisurely rock where he's talking about problems that you only have when all you have to do all day is like sit and sit around and unapologetically drink. <laughs> white privilege. And uh, I ran my mouth off a bit too much. You just laughed it off. Yeah. Well, it's all okay. Like, oh, dude, it's like white privilege in a nutshell. Like, so I started thinking, like, how many songs are, how many Modest Mouse songs are really, how, how long have they been? Just white privilege, just anthems. Here's a character of white privilege. And, and you think, like, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's these really deep and, you know, uh, tricky wordplay, like, like songs. And he's talking about interesting juxtapositions of ideas and existential. And then you take a step outside all that and you go, oh my God. Like this is just this is what this is what white privilege is down to its very core. It's modest mouse. It's that's exactly what it is. Modest mouse. You have any thoughts on that? I was gonna say like the most modest mousey modest mouse line is the uh, universe is you know shaped exactly like, like the, the earth. earth. If, my, you go, uh, if you go straight long enough, you'll end up where you were. Was my which senior, is, my which senior is, quote, which is also pretty white way. privilegey. Do you know? Oh, yeah. If you go straight long enough, you'll end up where you were. You'll be fine. Where. Don't worry about I it. I think like oh, it's so <laughs> apathetic. It's so lethargic. It paints a great picture of like the hamster wheel that is life. And then I was just like, uh, that's a little, uh, little, a little privilege there. You know, uh, if you just go straight long enough, none of your progress will matter at all. Like. No, I don't think that's true. They really are just white privilege anthems. You could sit and find every, pretty much every song and just be like, white privilege. But that's a lot of alt rock. That's I mean, That was the other thought I had, but I thought that this was just more poignant. Like, I just wanted to. Minus the bear, half of their songs are about going to Europe or sitting on a boat and, drinking wine. And like, hanging out with your buds at a house party, just yeah. drinking beers and or walking, dri- driving around with or walking down. walking down some foreign uh, street and not really caring if you're going to be like robbed or not because like, who cares? I'm, I'm, I'm white. I'm a white American. Yeah, no one's going <laughs> to touch me i'm white everything's golden baby that was it that was that was really all i wanted to say i mean that's blink 182 too angsty white teenager stuff you know like that's that's yeah. what we grew up on we yeah. grew up on music that was geared towards us white surprise, privilege, surprise. baby like yeah but i was just thinking modest mouse in particular maybe not even in particular just that was so just the, was the first take? thing that came to mind the modest white, mouse was... modest mouse are really just white privilege anthems yeah like I have a feeling anyone that wasn't white probably could have told us that years and years ago. But I have a lot of like like you know I have a one guy that I know who I was really close with a while ago. He's Hispanic of some kind and uh uh 
he loves Modest Mouse. Yeah. And I don't know if this has ever crossed his mind. You Maybe. know? Yeah. The White Privilege Anthem, Float On. That's <laughs> true. It's going to be played at Trump rallies now. <laughs> uh, all right. Tyler's take. Mine was so, short and sweet. You yeah. know what? It's oh, a start. It's a, it's a stepping stone for me because takes are fucking hard. So mine, coincidentally, is also a music take. Oh, shit. Um, Great minds. Like I said, it was topical. But uh, and I so I didn't necessarily believe into it to the extreme that I'm about to say. But uh, I've come up with some good reasonings, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I can kind of see this now. Eminem is the worst aged rapper of all time. Oh, this has like, been like, a, like aged, a hot topic. He is like, aged the last few days. The worst. And I'm not physically, give, but like no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give supports as far because because uh, you gotta you you can't just take in any rapper. You gotta take in the magnitude of guys like Eminem's Eminem career. Yeah, because you got Ice Cube, you got Snoop Dogg, you've got Dre, you've got Ice T. All these guys have turned their Ice T. The, all these guys have turned their once okay. controversial I rapping careers into parlayed them into successful family friendly mainstream yeah, household like, name everyone basically. loves me yeah. i can go on you know at good morning america and do a like a, a like a, a i can be i can have a cooking show with talk Martha show. Stewart. yeah all these guys have have done that and eminem had eight mile and then like didn't really ever do anything at all after that so that was kind of weird he kind of just like went back into his Music, I, I think guess. He went to rehab and shit. Okay, but then he had those albums, like Relapse and Encore, and I don't know what else. And basically, he hasn't had a, a, a an album that people are like, "Oh, this is really good" since like 2001, which is Eminem show. But he keeps trying to make. That's the thing. A lot of people are disqualified from this because they, they just stop. Yeah, they just stop making music. Yeah, he's continued to like. He's had like four or five albums since then that he's trying to, you know hold on to and that's the thing he was on top of the world with uh marshall mathers lp and eminem show like it was, those were in, and even eight mile soundtrack those were all there were three like, albums there was a slim shady lp yeah. marshall mathers lp and the eminem show and also the eight mile soundtrack which did like platinum numbers for a soundtrack which is amazing yeah and he you know signed 50 cent and started you know all that shit and he was a monster and then aftermath and then just stopped and stop being good, even though he didn't stop like creating stuff. So now, what happened there? And I've always had this theory that uh, about Eminem. No, about rappers in general. Uh, it and musicians in general. Uh, really, anyone in general. If you die early, that's like the best thing that can happen for your legacy. If you're someone popular, because you don't get a chance to like sour Fuck everyone, up or sour everyone get later old on. Or get yeah, lame. Yeah. So Tupac and Biggie, the best thing that happened for their legacies was them dying at their peaks, rather than limping on for another 20 years with yeah. putting out weird and shit falling into relative obscurity or like doing their own reality shows where you see like a 45 year old big just a la flavor flav <laughs> yeah exactly or uh run dms or uh yeah run reverend run i don't know how flavor flav's place in the hip-hop pantheon is and that's the thing solidified that, outside of public enemy that's what waits so much with eminem is how successful and prominent and mainstream he was to go from there to now to where he's making raps with his weird beard and his little uh hat from 2002 (laughs) i don't know and have you seen did you watch that clip of like two or 
three minutes that he like the or the video that's been going around where it's just him rapping and it's like black dudes behind him sitting on their cars just like watching him. That was from his uh, Trump freestyle, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I, I, was, I, was gonna, I was gonna say this. I, I like he was relevant for a hot second earlier in the year. Uh, or maybe it was last year, but, but he had this like freestyle about Trump or something, and he just like tore the guy to shreds. And that's what but I, I don't remember that. being. I don't remember people being like, "Oh, Eminem's back." People oh, were well, just no. like, here's they were, Eminem. they were just kind of like, like giving him a nod because it was just like, yeah, this is like you know, here's a white person saying what other white people need to be thinking. Like, so yeah, he didn't transfer. He didn't transition into the whole acting or was like that irresponsible. I don't know what? if that was me saying he's a white person thinking what other white people need to be thinking. That's not I, irresponsible. No, no, is that's it? fine. But that's the thing. That's another thing that goes against them as far as age. All the guys get to be cool the older they get. The older Eminem gets, the more he becomes an old rich white guy. He's a victim of circumstance that way. You know, like that's an old thing, an yeah. old rich black man is a is a success story. An old rich white guy is a is a pariah in these in this society in 2018. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, man, what are you doing? Like all these other guys, we get it. What are you doing? They were like selling out, like like. But to him, it was it, I don't know. It's just weird. It's he's in a weird space to be like now to be still trying to make relevant music. Forty five year old, you know, rich white guy. That's essentially what he is. An insane amount of mixed reviews on this album in particular. And he like, came out at the time when like punk rock and like you know that new metal was out. So he was kind of like the punk rock rapper. You know, he was the. He was the, just like a fuck, shock rapper. Yeah, you know? yeah. He was like, you know, fuck the establishment. But now, like, that's kind of passe where, like, you know, other guys can kind of transition their old steezes into something now. Like, he's like Linkin Park trying to do it in, like, 2018. Oh, yeah, you're not wrong. And uh, the second part I had on this was uh, Nas might be second as far as just aging. Nas, but, Nas, Nas has become wholly irrelevant. But I feel, like, but that's the thing. I feel like Nas never got to the point that Eminem got to because Nas. I, I compared this. This is actually a pretty cool comparison that I came up with. He was basically you pat yourself on the back a little harder. I though. will. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically a guy that won the Super Bowl as a rookie, and then never won a playoff game again. The golf equivalent is the guy that's only victory is a major championship. Yeah, but like he'll be in the Hall of Fame, but like for one thing that he did and that yeah. was Illmatic and ever since you know he, and no one's had more albums than fucking Nas yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he's he's diluted his one hit wonder with 20 other albums that were all just kind of like yeah. Eh. I like Godson, but that's more like a 14 and 2 season where you get the first round by and then you lose to someone, you know, like <laughs> to some like 9 and 7 team. You or lose like in your very you, first like, playoff you, game. You know, go shit the bed. 15 and 0 and then get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I mean. It's like that the, the year that the Angels were the fastest team to 100 victories and just got fucking kicked out. Swept by Royals. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> See you later. So that's yeah. basically that, that that was that was my my good counter. roster, good lineup, solid numbers, but just at the end of the day when the chips fall down then there's just nothing there like that's my counter argument to my own counter argument about Eminem I like the, the multi-layered thinking here that's useful rapper of all time hey well that was a pretty productive uh, you could say oh you're just saying that because he's white yeah that's part of the problem pretty productive take segment there I'd say alright I'm gonna move on to this because we're gonna do something a little different here that we haven't typically done I want to do a little Q&A with you Ooh. So I got five questions here we're all just right. gonna kind of just try to give these things just a little bit of time each all right i don't know why i was trying to find a take and i realized that like with takes they can't be questions unless no. they're really like 
Because then that's a topic. Exactly. Well, not even so much. You need like, the opinion. I need, yeah, I need you don't to need fucking my say opinion. You that need modest mouth opinion. is modest mouth oh. anthems are all, or songs are all white privilege anthems. All right. But I was writing these out trying to figure out like, oh, what's a really you know what is like an interesting takes or what can I do that we can talk about? Da 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 da. So I just started writing questions down. And I was like, I don't want to fucking talk about any of this stuff as a take. Like I don't want to say this is a take. But I was like, these are actually really good questions to kind of just keep us going on the nonsensical malarkey. So. Uh, I wanted to ask you, what do you think would be the most embarrassing way to be found dead? Uh, definitely jacking off. Like with your cock in your hand? Yeah. Naked. Like on the, like the ground, like on the floor of your bathroom. Just like. That's my, I see. I would hate to be like, like have a heart attack in the shower or like get like choked out in the shower or something and fall over and be like ass up with like butt cheeks spread wide open, like butt ass naked, like just. That literally happened to James Warnke. He slipped in the shower and dislocated his shoulder and he couldn't get up. So he had to like call for his dad. His dad like, he, so his dad comes into his bathroom, shower still on his like naked body. And he's just like, help me up. So his dad has to like pick up his naked son. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird. You would just hate to be like found like, <laughs> like all hunched over in the corner with your butt cheeks spread wide open and you're just d- dick and balls just hanging around the cops are like oh yeah he's dead yeah oh there yeah. You're, you're just flabby in all the wrong just, parts just everything looks weird and loose and yeah. dead and it's like I think about that like what's one of the most embarrassing ways to be found dead and it's like you're dead what does it fucking matter but I feel like there's always thought that I have it's like if there is a heaven I'm on my way up looking down at my dead body going and people are roasting you like on, yeah, on the internet when you get up to whoever it is <laughs> hear about this motherfucker you know whoever it is with the book that's like saying like oh here's what you did in your life he's looking down at you going hmm <laughs> really bro sorry dude that's that's tough we'll give you a pass come on in like just feeling bad for you because it's like that's a that's a terrible way to go out Are there any other ways that you think would be embarrassing uh maybe no 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 other way to die is embarrassing except being butt-ass naked yeah or something that has to do with you with like your pants around your ankles you know anything you know <laughs> Anything. Like in a fitting room, yeah. having a heart attack, just like one leg in in your pants, the other one just out. Yeah, yeah. Or like dick you know, and balls poking out of your boxers, like yeah, in a public bathroom. Oh yeah. Like, people do, oh. people people think you're you're passed out drunk, so you're there for like fifteen minutes. Just what about dying on a dirty ass public bathroom floor. Yeah. Oh, that'd be terrible. What if like you were like like slowly dying? Like it wasn't like first. you immediately died, and you're just like, oh, I, I'm, I don't have enough energy to get up and walk out, but I'm on this dirty floor and I'm dying. There's piss everywhere. How bad would that be? That would be really bad. I feel like that would be awful. What is the least impressive thing you've bragged about? The least impressive thing I've bragged yeah, about? Probably hard. probably coming up with Nas as a as a second to uh and and that really good analogy I had about him being a rookie quarterback that I think for me the least impressive thing that I've bragged about is that I didn't do any work and still got a college degree. Yeah. It just I mean, makes me look like an asshole. That's a that's a good one. Also, I mean I I may not brag about it, but I'm very, uh, I'm not mean like, Oh yeah, I did. But you know, like when you say I'm very like, smug about my height, which I did nothing to get. Yeah. But it's impressive. Like you're really tall. Yeah. But I didn't do it. And most people, no, it doesn't matter whether you did it or not. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point? And you're saying like, this shirt looks really good on me. Like you didn't make the fucking shirt. Like, yeah, but you can be like, you know, oh, I worked out my arms and I got no, this. No, it's cool just a tan. good color for your skin. Uh, it, when you, when, but you know, when you've told people about like your experience in college, it's like you almost say it with like an air of just slight superiority because it's like you made the conscious decision, conscious decision to take the road less traveled and do something that you knew you could just sleep through. 
to get a degree, whether or not you were going to use that or it was going to benefit you later in the road. Like you made an impulse decision to do what you needed to do to not only get through college, but to do it without doing any extra or unnecessary work. Yeah. And it's like, when you brag about that, it's just like, not only is that not impressive, it's just like ass haddish. Like, yeah. And you see like those pictures of people like, you know, studying and cramming. And you're like, you're like, I never oh did that. <laughs> I never college did must that. Be, yeah. College must be awful. I wouldn't know anything about that, but college must be really I bad. was going to post a tweet the other day that was something about like, just saying like, oh, no matter what, like at the end of the day, whatever your intentions were or motivation were to finish college, like if you finished, like hold your head up, like be proud. And then I was just like, I don't want anybody calling me out on yeah. taking the road less traveled here. And like. I'm proud that I got a degree because it's like not everybody could do it because if everybody could do it, they would like college isn't exactly like, I'm not saying like you got to go to an Ivy league school to get a meaningful education. Like you can go to Cal state Fullerton like we did and pay 10 grand for three and a half years and get your degree. Like that's not that bad. Like you can do that. People do that all the time. But if it was easy, I'm pretty sure there'd be a lot more people that would have college degrees. So I mean, college dropout rate, and it's, you know, yeah. it's not zero. Yeah. What is the worst Halloween costume you've ever had? Um, one time. I want to say your blind mountain climber was pretty bad. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> I, had, uh, I had rock climbing shoes and a chalk bag in my, in my trunk, and you guys were like, we're going to a party. So yep. I put on sunglasses, and I was a blind rock climber. I don't think I was anything that year. I might have tried to just fake my way through being the puzzle master that year. Yeah, I walked in and I remember like half the people weren't in costumes. I'm like, I didn't even have to bring this chalk bag. Can I put this bag in my trunk? Yeah. Well, I remember when I was young, like in like fifth grade, from like fifth grade to like eighth grade, I was an alien on vacation. Oh, yeah. I was a. <laughs> Basically just wore an alien mask and a Hawaiian shirt. And I was just like, I'm an alien on vacation. I was uh, I was the Grim Reaper until the. The, I think it was the Grim Reaper like four different times. I was the Grim Reaper about four times until the cloak didn't fit me anymore. Yeah. Be- before that, I was Darth Vader until the you know mask and stuff didn't fit me anymore. So I, I made a good eight years out of two costumes. What is, uh, without saying its name, what is your favorite food? What do you mean without saying its name? Like, describe it. Oh. I got to guess. Oh. Um... And you can't say any of the specific ingredients. Like you gotta just, oh. you gotta, yeah. This is a this is a wordplay experiment here. Well, I mean, it's very easy once I say this next thing. <laughs> they come in a pink box, dude. All right, that's a hey, that's easy. <laughs> hey, mine. Uh, I guess I mine could be easy too. I have a tattoo of it, and that would be require knowing me and knowing the tattoo. But if I didn't, I would have to say, well, it's circular, which limits your options there but not incredibly not to an incredible degree it's circular uh it's got a lot of sauce a lot of cheese who doesn't like meat it? That's products and it's a it's it's a it carby the, loaded meal who doesn't love loved. it no matter what sporting event you watch you will see a commercial about 18 times for it i'm just trying to think of like what country you wouldn't see someone eating i'm gonna tell you one of the best pizzas i've ever had was pizza. in germany yeah, like I can't, Germany, I can't imagine. I had a pepperoni and tuna fish pizza. This might be our white privilege some more, but I can't imagine a country where people aren't eating some kind of like cheesy, cheesy flatbread, saucy, oh, meaty just thing. Just thinking about it just gets me fucking riled up. All right, and this is my last one for the Q&A section, which right. I kind of enjoyed, but it was kind of just random and it just, it just feels inorganic. But yeah. what are the pros and what are the cons of sleeping nude? 
Um, pros. It's obviously like cooler. Yeah. You also feel good. Just like like sheets on a hundred percent of your body just feels pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the cons. Don't go into cons. Let's share my pros before we go into okay. cons because okay. my, my one of your cons, one of your pros is one of my cons. Uh, I think the pros of sleeping nude are that you're unencumbered. Uh, yeah. You don't ever feel like a shirt is strangling you or your underwear all bunched up, and you're nice and cool. Yeah. Now, what are your cons? Cons are, um, especially when you don't, when you live with someone that isn't obviously your girlfriend, um, when you get up to go pee at night and like you don't have a bathroom adjacent <laughs> to your room, you're your like, butt ass naked. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, it's only like four steps. Do I put on some shorts? Do I just you, go really quickly? You are like a big dude. So, like, I mean, she, she's, she's asleep. So, I mean, I, I could know. just go in and go out and nothing would happen, but. What if it does? What I if could, we meet in the hallway? And I, I could duck down and take a good like six inches off my stature just by like hunching over a little bit. But like you are like, if, just, even if you do that, you're still 6'6 six, six, and you're just like, oh God. I'm 6'10. But if you like hunched over. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, wait, what? Uh, Who are you? One of the cons for me Again, is sleeping I'm nude. Pedally is that you're just your of. dick and balls are just yeah out there like yeah and there. especially this, you're if you're doing it it's because it's hot and when it's hot people know how encumbered and loose things can get down there your sack it's case in point and this is ties into one of the most embarrassing ways to be found dead if I die in my bed butt ass naked they're gonna find me and my sack is just gonna be like I'm telling you you're you no one looks worse than when they're found dead. Nude. Like, that's the most. That's the most. Well, I mean, I just mean like the position your body's in is the yeah. weirdest position you'll ever be in. If my butt cheeks are spread open or my dick and balls are just like Ugh. flopping around when I'm dead, I know I'm going to be up on the way to heaven or down on the way to hell, just going fuck. They're just. It's like going into prison, being a child molester. Like people are going to find out, and they're just going to fucking just. Also, destroy you for it. I would say, yeah, it's cooler, but all at the same time, when my body parts are touching, like when my arm is touching my skin on my torso, that starts to sweat more than if I just had a shirt on. You want another beer? Yeah. I don't know why, but that's like a, it's a thing. When my body is touching itself, it heats up more than if it had like a buffer of like yeah, cloth. That makes sense. So I always wake up sweatier I usually when I'm. Why? I don't know. Did something die in there? Did the power go out? I don't know why. I don't know. Because like, I'm always afraid of like the power going out and like all my milk being rotten and you know. Because it's real quiet. All your milk being rotten. <laughs> That's like my my biggest. We don't really drink milk in this household. Not because we don't like milk. I go to Costco and get three cartons every week and a half. One of us is, I'm pretty sure, lactose intolerant, and it's not me. Once again, another white white privilege thing. We never really deal with lactose intolerance, and then you find out that like somebody's lactose intolerant. Well, like all like, a bunch of other like ethnicities and cultures are super lactose intolerant because they don't <laughs> shove cheese and you know cream down their face like uh, mm. Americans do. I only shove cheese down my face. <laughs> cream and milk, not really so much. But cheese, just back the truck up, please. Um, okay. Imagine if you had to eat cheese with like a, with like a warning, you know, like as it's going in, you're like, I'm going to feel this later. Like I'm going to oh, be, you don't later. shit. I eat cheese and go, I'm not going to shit right for a couple days. <laughs> you don't, you don't have that problem. No oh, cheese blocks me up like a mother. Yeah. I, every time I eat cheese, like just like cheese, you know, like charcuterie board cheese, and your stomach starts going boom. 
My stomach doesn't even do that. My stomach just sits there with its arms folded, just going. Oh, it goes the other way. Oh, so you don't have the the bubbles. You don't gonna, have the bubble guts. No, you have the because I'm going to digest guts. this. But the big man downstairs, your colon, he's not. <laughs> he's he's just going to hang on to that shit for as long as he can. Ugh. And you're just going to feel like you have to shit for 36 hours, and you're just not going to be able to do it. That sounds way worse. Yeah, that is awful. That, that's that's awful. like the well, that's not lactose intolerance though. That's something else. It's just constipation. It's just the way my body fucking processes cheese and what it decides to do with the nutrients, I guess. Gross. Um, all right. That was a fun little Q&A. I'll come up with some more questions if we ever do another episode. It was okay. easy enough, you know. I actually just, you know, this just came to me. The questions were easy. It's, it's, the, it's the hard stances on things that I struggle with. Um, all right. So, real quick, I just kind of wanted to uh, – was gonna, we're going to go into Death Watch because – right. uh, d- here's the thing I I realized right so we did Death Watch uh, last year we started yes at the beginning of 2017 yeah so we did well we did it yeah so we did Death Watch the end of 2016 and we tracked it pretty much all the way through the end of the year it ended up being kind of a a stale year you know like which you well, know the whole point was because all those people died in 2016 so right. we're like let's get ahead of this let's let's plan for it because we're only getting older we only are exposed to more and more celebrities and the more years that that happens the older the celebrities get too and, and they're the probably thing. gonna die everybody dies everybody dies everybody dies let's just laugh about it now get it out of the way everybody dies Long i'm enough. not saying that you dying is particularly hilarious but not always but sometimes sometimes it is if you're found butt naked with your butt cheeks spread wide open and your head over heels like that then that's kind of funny but um everybody dies it's just something that we need to accept laugh about and move on you know we're only here for a short time not a long time so just uh to get used to it but i wanted to before we went into that because at some point we deviated from our uh formula and decided to come up with our perv watch yes and um that kind of that kind of just hit a dead end real quick now here's the thing that i felt like it did a bunch of people got canceled and then they stopped really canceling people for that at least and it just seemed like it just didn't really get talked about anymore. Yeah. It was you know, just like, we well, had like these a, guys aren't working. Like a three-month period of well, just like all these allegations coming out. And it was just like, okay, like did we shake the rug out entirely? Like Louis C.K. thought the same thing. He's like, oh, can I come back now? Well, uh, I mean, he, you know, I'm not going to say that we wanted him back. but No, he, but he was he like. Had he had to try like, at some point. Doesn't you know? seem like anyone's caring about that. Oh, yeah, no, never mind. No, I can't come back no, yet. I'm sorry. Oh, he was chest in the water, dipping his feet in. You know, there's still sharks in the water. So Maybe later. So I just wanted to know, like, what happened to the perv watch? What about the times up and the Me Too movements? The last I checked, when I typed this shit in, there was some Asia Argento baloney where she fucked a 17 year old and uh, she claimed she didn't know he was 17 at the time, but paid a bunch of people to shut him the fuck up. Oh. And uh, so, but she was the one calling for like a second phase in the Me Too movement. That's but right. then people were dusting that shit off, going, "Well, you raped this underage guy, so you're not really the face of this campaign that we want to have." And so that just kind of was that made me think as I was looking at that and remembering that kind of popped its head up not too long ago. I was just like, "What the fuck happened to?" the perv watch situation did we just get like so involved in it that we just became oversaturated and we're just like nah we're not gonna talk about this anymore i think so and whether you know it happens naturally or the powers that be so division into people but people start not only saying this guy sucks no he's fine no he sucks then they start saying why he sucks and what they should be doing about it and people disagree about that and then you just get so many little factions that no one is unified enough to really keep the movement going because they're all just you know 
arguing over how things should be handled and what we should do with them and blah, 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 blah. You know what's really fucked up? So when I was young, I sort of looked to adults to as a barometer to figure out like where my opinions and things kind of like coincided with whether or not they were outrageous or if they were in line with what like, you know, the temperature of certain issues were. But now that we are like the adults and I'm looking around at all my peers and I'm just like hearing them say this and that and it's all different. None of it's the same. I just find myself going, what the fuck? What you're the like, fuck? Like, like, man, like, how does anyone like, yeah, like, or do anything? Yeah, I'm just like, like, there's, there's good and bad. There's, there's, two, and I don't want to say good and bad to every issue because a lot of issues I feel like right now are more bad than good and frankly have no good inherent in them at all. But there's two sides to every argument, right? Like, I'll give that to, to pretty much anybody, you know what I mean? Unless you're out there fucking murdering people and raping people, you know, there's no two sides to that. But like, with issues, social issues in particular like they're you know whether you like it or not there's two sides to everything like nobody's right like it's just kind of like the way it it's is who like wins. yeah yeah it's just who wins so. and and my long stead my long standing belief about uh who wins is the person who's the most fucking hard-headed yeah. and just fucking is just willing to just keep up the fight whether or not you could show them all the evidence in the world that this is wrong this is wrong this is fundamentally not feasible and they're if they just go i don't care fuck it i'm just gonna keep spewing this shit up they're right they're the right person because they just but they also have to have the power to like make that a new thing where again, you know, like conspiracy theorists are the most hard headed, but people will eventually stop listening to them. It seems like conspiracy theorists these days are the most like normal of us all. <laughs> They're the ones that are like, you know, we've been saying this shit the whole time and you guys didn't want to believe it. Now here you are with your own wacky conspiracy theories and we're still trying to figure out who's responsible for nine 11. <laughs> the issues people aliens. Mm. So I was just curious to know reptilian army. What uh, happened to perv watch? But as you can see, we're still, uh, we're, you know, it's, it's there. It's hey, just like this podcast, man, the summer came and people just wanted to party and I feel like we stopped talking about God bless them for that. You know what? Just when you think you've lost all faith in society and wait for the fall, civilization, the fall, things, things, things ramp Once it up gets again. cold outside and people are stuck inside all day with nothing to do. Then that's when the real hot takes come out. Yeah. Uh, but I was kind of digging into this a little bit and I was trying to weigh my options. I was like, Perv Watch, Death Watch, which is really more pertinent. And I did a little digging and this year has been pretty prolific. For Death Watch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I got a list here. All right. I'm going to list don't, off. Don't list, the, don't list the most recent three because that's... There's there's no chronological order to this. <sighs> so I'm just going to list notable names. that, And I, I left people off that it was just like, oh, I know that guy, but maybe nobody, not everybody else does. Or... Economist. I remember when we started this. Oh, famous well, economist. Well, like when I tried to look it up, it was just like, fuck, like, politi German politician. I was like, I don't fucking know who that is. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know if it was an American politician unless he was somebody who had some kind of like dirt or scandal out there. But but there's a list of maybe about 12 to 15 people here that right. are significant in one way or another. Let's do what we do best and rank them. <laughs> oh, you want to rank these people? No, we'll, we'll no, give like a top. Three. I didn't think about that. We'll give a top three at the end of who's died so far. Yeah, all right. Of these twelve, I don't to think 15. that's so bad. I don't think that's so bad. But I, I basically just picked people who was like they have notoriety in one way or another, yeah. and that's indisputable. Yeah, pop culture. All right, that's what we're looking for. Are you ready for this? Yeah, Vern Troyer. Yep, for Mini Me fame. Yes, and other stuff, and but most re, notably that rehab Mini show or surreal life. Uh, yeah. Uh, dope. Avicii. Oh, that's right. Avicii died this year. Yeah. Uh, DJ, producer, musician, but was kind of hot shit like four years ago. He was like, like 28, too. Yeah, he was young. Uh, 
R. Lee Emery. I don't know who that is. Full Metal Jacket, Saving Silverman, the crazy, wacky, stereotypical general dude. Oh, yeah, yep. that's right. R. Lee Emery died this year. That's uh, right. Dolores O'Riordan, I don't know how to say her last name, but the lead singer of the Cranberries. Oh. She died. Zombie. Yep, yep. Zombie. Extentation. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he got shot and killed. Tyler Honeycutt killed himself. Well, remains to be. Tyler Honeycutt, NBA player. He played for the Kings for like three years and then went over to Europe. Oh. He played for UCLA. Oh. Yeah, it was a while. I'm surprised you didn't know who the, of all the people on this list for you to not know. That would have been the one I figured like, oh, he would know more about them than anybody else. So he killed himself? Well. Or what? I, uh, what was the quotes for? So just because it's like he, he, apparently he was like acting erratically and like his mom like uh, called this into the authorities or whatever. And and he was like uh, like using nitrous oxide or something. And his mom said like it scrambled his brain and he like barricaded himself in his house. And I guess he shot himself. But like, oh, I do kind of vaguely. This wasn't like now. July or yeah, June. Yeah. Like it wasn't that long ago. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, but uh, former NBA player Tyler Honeycutt killed himself. He was only like 27. Yeah. Um, he hasn't played in the league since like 2014. Yeah. So I and mean, it was and it was the Kings. I mean, yeah, and they suck how many shit, Kings so. do you know? Uh, I knew that Rajon Rondo was a King for a little bit. That was like three. And years Boogie ago. Cousin was a King for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Joe Jackson, father of Janet and Michael, and the rest of the gang. Oh, that's right. He died. Uh, this one's kind of, you know, he was famous for a little while back in the day. Big Van Vader. He was a former WWF wrestler. Mm-hmm. And uh, also in Boy Meets World. Yeah. Yep. He was uh, what was the what was the big guy's name? Uh, fucking uh, I don't remember the guy his name, from but, uh, like he ran with the skinny kid like the typical yeah, but like, he was he was duo. in Remember the Titans. He was the he was the white guy who could sing like soul soul music yep. and blues music. Former First Lady Barbara Bush, she killed a guy. Yeah, but she did die. So I guess you could say she kind of got what was coming to her. Barbara Bush killed a guy. Yep, fashion. Oh no, that's Laura Bush. Damn it. Oh, Laura Bush. Okay, so, so this, this is a daughter, right? Is, no, no, that was W's wife. Oh, yeah. This is oh, no, senior's yeah, wife. Yeah, this is H-W's just as George, wife. Uh, yeah, H-W's, H.W.'s wife. Who, I was still alive. I, he no is one, still alive. And he was he's still alive in too. some sexual conflicts not too long ago, too. That's right. Yep. Um, are these people still living? Senior's in terrible shape. Who? Senior. Oh, yeah. George Bush Senior. We'll get to this too. We'll get to okay. We'll right. get we'll get to guys that are still alive. That uh. Well, yeah. After we're all done with this, we got to make our picks. Uh, fashion designer Kate Spade. Oh, that's killed right. Herself. Another one. Yeah. Uh, the uh, you know, the one that I feel the most insanely guilty about these days, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Uh, he killed himself as well. Was Chester earlier this year? Uh, that was last year. We was, talked about okay. Chester. I know, but I can't remember if it was yeah, this year. Yeah, that was sure. last year. Uh, yep, yep. Aretha Franklin. Yes. These not are the too last, long ago. These are the last like, two not, or three weeks. Not so fast. Stephen Hawking. Wait, Stephen Hawking died? You didn't know about this? I'm telling you, dude, it's been such a prolific year. You're, you're right. Like All these wow. have like all these have just gone. Oh, my God. The, yeah. By the wayside. Stephen Hawking. Let's see. Let me just do a little bit of... Uh, he died in March. Fuck, dude. Yeah. We might have even talked about we this. We might have. He was 76 years old. I don't know how he died. Um, and I I'm mean, assuming, he probably yeah. should have died, you know, a long time Fucking ago. 40 years ago. And he's been um, kicking ever since. Yeah, he's been kicking rocks now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robin Leach, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't hear died. about that. Burt Reynolds, Today. Today. John McCain. Dude. 
today. Burt Reynolds. Former Vietnam prisoner of war, um, senator, politician. Ran against Obama. Presidential candidate. Ran against Obama and Picked lost. Sarah Palin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is the, that's the thing about John McCain's death that everybody just seems to be conveniently overlooking. That and everyone's like, man, but he was so good. But it's like, but that was also Arizona. And you know so many fucked up things about like the way Arizona is. Arizona is like the Florida of the West Coast. Oh. Well, that's New Mexico probably, but... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh, and then someone you didn't know, yeah. Simon Shelton. I don't know who that is. He played Tinky Winky in the Teletubbies. That guy's dead. How old is he? How old were fifty the, something? How old, old were the people that were in the Teletubbies? No, I just saw the, the guy died, and I thought it was funny, so I'd throw it in there. Does that mean they were in like their thirties when they were actually? Let me just the Teletubbies? walk that back. I didn't think it was funny that he died. <laughs> I thought it was funny that they mentioned the guy from the Teletubbies, who I'm pretty sure you'd have been. That's blowing my mind, though. What would be creepier, like a kid playing the Teletubbies or a thirty year old dude playing the Teletubbies? How tall were the Teletubbies? I don't even know. They, it's the thing. Well, I'm guessing if he was a grown man, they would have had to be at least of. The sets never know. had like any reference point, and they were all the same height. All so I know weird. about that show is the son was a baby's face. <laughs> really. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched an episode. I, I never watched an episode either. But I, I saw, saw pictures clips. of it. Uh, yeah, but those are some of the uh, most notable people to die amongst others who have died. Keep in mind, but these are to me at least what I would feel like are the most publicly significant. It's almost as if people die like every day. Yeah. So if I had to pick one of those that I thought was the most significant, it'd probably be Stephen Hawking. Yeah. That, as far as contributions just, go, just hit me all over again. Uh, my my best interest or my emotional interest, want to say Avicii, because that was the only guy in there that I really. But knew also probably about. Stephen Hawking, because he changed scientific thought the way Einstein did. Yeah, but where I'm everyone's not a fucking scientist. I know, like, but I mean, the, the, if it puts us in space, it's going to affect everybody. You know. Sure. At one point or another. We're going to go through a wormhole, and then we're going to thank him later for figuring that shit out. Meanwhile, DeGrasse Tyson over here is just being a buzzkill. Why? About movies. No, I mean, that's just his steel. I like Neil DeGrasse Tyson. I mean, I mean, Stephen Hawking seems like he's the guy that does math and, like, uh, furthers theories, whereas Neil DeGrasse Tyson just watches Interstellar and, being, and is like, that couldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. We need that. That wouldn't happen. We need that. We fucking need that. And it's like, why wouldn't that happen, Neil deGrasse Tyson? He's like, well, let me tell you why. Like, okay, all right, all right. You got my vote. I like that. You're not just being negative. You're just, you're kind of backing it up. Um, is there anything that I, anything in there that you, uh, you know, anybody I missed? Anybody I, you know, didn't? What do you find as most significant of those deaths other than Stephen Hawking? Um, Aretha Franklin, maybe? Maybe. I mean, Avicii and Kate Spade were oh. big because they happened around the same time and they were both suicides. And it was kind of like, you know, the the the, the annual reminder of, hey, you know, keep in touch with your friends that you're never actually going to call after today. As a man engaged to a woman who doesn't particularly care for Kate Spade products, that really was. But I'm just saying like the whole su yeah. annual suicide thing where we go, hey suicides you know hey, bad mental keep track uh, of your keep yeah. track of your friends and mental people, health is a big deal people are like yeah i am gonna reach out to my friends it's and then deal. i wonder how many people actually do reach out to their friends i reach out do you yes <laughs> i do don't say i don't if you show if you show signs I'll, that's the thing that's the other like you know what i mean like you, you never know everything's you relative can't just do, you can't uh, just be like hey man are you you are can't you just do okay? like wellness checks all the time like because then people think you're you're Weird. just obnoxious yeah. like you know Leave what me I mean? alone, but bro. if it's like you you put feelers out there and if there's a sign you act on that like i'm not gonna say any names but i have one friend in particular who does occasionally say shit that warrants my concern yeah. and i do reach out and i say hey man if you need anything 
whatever it is, let me know. Is it me? No. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. You don't fucking give anybody anything. You don't say a goddamn word. What are you talking about? About what? If I'm supposed to gather how you feel by the engagements you have on Twitter, then God help us all. Don't do that. Yeah, I am not going to do that. I refer you. I refer you to my bio. I don't practice anything I preach. I'm Tyler on Twitter. Um, Yeah, so that was Death Watch. Um, Some shit has happened, and I, I, of the three people that I thought were gonna die, I don't think any of them have died. Oh wait! Last what? year, the people who I, who was who was our who was our three? Do you remember them? Because uh, I don't. I don't remember at all. I'm gonna have to I know go you back. Keep saying Betty White and Betty day, White was the one. That one day I you'll just, be right, but yeah. oh, <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Bitter. The world is gonna <laughs> stop when Betty White dies, and I'm gonna be sitting there going, "I told you so," and then everyone's gonna go, "She was ninety fucking seven. No, she was a hundred and four. <laughs> <laughs> she was old as dirt. It was bound to happen. You smart ass. As you we're riding on our hover cars because this is so far in the future. It's like two weeks away, dude. No. She's 102 right now. She's like 95 right now. How old is Betty White? Let's She's going to last forever. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I should just type in Betty White instead of that whole. <laughs> did, you, did you do it like an old person? How old is Betty White? Oh, Thank you. Betty White. <laughs> Betty White is 96. Huh? Fuck me, dude. She is ancient. Was Betty White hot back in the day? Uh, kind of. A little was bit. Betty- you know who wasn't hot back in the day? What? Liza Minnelli. Was Betty White hot? Have you ever seen a picture of, of Liza Minnelli in her 20s? Mm, no. It's amazing that she ever became a star. Let's see. Hang on. Betty White. Typing on a podcast. Young. Typing That's on just like podcast. creepy. If you're that guy searching for Betty White. Yeah. Feet. <laughs> Betty White. Betty White. Feet. <laughs> Feet. Feet wiki. Nah, she Feet wasn't that hot. You know who was hot back in the day? It was Helen Mirren. Yeah. Helen Mirren had some pups. <laughs> <laughs> She did, dude. She had some cans. Um, yeah, look at her. Yeah, she was a smoke show. <laughs> okay, so is Betty White your number one? Yeah, just Betty White's got to go. Always? Betty White's just, show her the door, please. Anyway, so that was Death Watch. Just kind of wanted to touch hold on, on that. Hold on, hold on. We oh, got to give whoa, whoa, the predictions. Whoa, whoa. Of who I thought was going to die. So I know that so Morgan I, Freeman was one of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, forget forget the old ones. We're, we're not consistent oh, okay. at all. Just new make ones, up new ones. New ones. All right. I'm going for... Um, I thought about this earlier. Uh, da, 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 da. All mine are in the 90s. I'm, I'm, I'm hedging. I'm taking the favorites. I'm going to go Patrick Stewart. I'm going to go... Um, Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> and... Uh, oh, Bono lost his voice the other day. No. Bono's falling apart. He, 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 he canceled a concert like three songs in because wow. he said he lost his voice. <laughs> so um, he's already Zoe Deschanel and who else? Um, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley? Yeah. What? He's big and fat, dude. He's, he's, he's going to have like a heart attack, like a cholesterol. Like <laughs> Crazier things have happened. It's got Stranger super things have happened, my friend. No, okay. Pick people that like are, are nearing the bucket. Nearing Kicking. the bucket? Okay. I mean, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds has been in the zeitgeist like for a 82. while. He's like 82. Yeah. So pick, pick people that you know are old as shit. Here's my three. Morgan Freeman. Okay. That's why I picked him last year, because he was old. Morgan Freeman, Betty White, and... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Patrick Stewart. Uh, there you go. Yeah, your three. Patrick Stewart. All right. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Okay. Tony All Bennett. Right, okay. 90, 92. Wow, he's 92? 92. Holy shit. Mel Brooks. Also 92. He's still alive? Also 92. Holy shit. Bob Barker. 92. 94. Fuck. 
They could die tomorrow. When you're getting in the 90s, how do your feet even put themselves like one in front of the other? Like, no, it's when a, my it's legs amazing. are sore, I don't know how I get around it. I'm not even 30 yet. I'm 30 in a month, but. <laughs> like, that's an amazing feat that like wow. old people continue to live. They're still alive? For decades. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I can't believe that. So I, I'm, I'm taking heavy favorites. I'm getting no return on my bets, but I'm, I'm taking people that are sure to die in the next 12 months. If someone put a gun to my head and was just like, bet the house on this one, I'd be like, Betty White. I'm going down with that ship. I'm just going to keep down with betting the Jets to win the Super Bowl until yeah, it happens. Until it happens, and I'll be a fucking billionaire. A it's never going to happen. You're like, it'll happen eventually. Okay, but the Cubs, you know, went a hundred and some years without ever doing it. So you may you may die before Betty White, to be honest with you. I'm going to have my kids be placing bets on Betty White. <laughs> it'll be be like, yeah. The legacy bet. Yeah, she'll be 117, and <laughs> my 12-year-old son will be fucking placing Junior. a bet on um, all right, Take so uh, Death Watch has been, I would say, pretty prolific this year. A lot of notable yeah, dude, people have passed away. I don't know if if last year was that jam-packed and exciting. And, you know, we still got three months left of the year. Who knows? And it's getting cold. It's getting cold. You yep. know what happens when it gets cold outside? Yep. People just start dropping like flies. They do. Anyway, I kind of wanted to break up the... Uh, they you don't want to make it to Christmas. ...the tone here. Before we get into, like, real topical stuff, I just kind of want to kind of go into the video game section of things. All right. And just ask you if there's anything you're playing right now I'm that you're trying just, to, like, totally into. Uh, what time is it? 6.42? Spider-Man comes out in uh, no, 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 Don't talk about it yet. Just, what are you playing right now? So... Before blah 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 comes out in two and a half hours, I've been trying to uh, platinum a game I already have a platinum trophy for for the PS3, Assassin's Creed Rogue. They uh, Rogue? remastered it. Remastered? What was for Rogue? The PS4. When did Rogue take place? Was that the Assassin's Creed Two or Three? It was around the same time in between uh, Edward Kenway, who's Connor's dad. No, grandpa. Oh. So remember Black Flag? It took place in the Caribbean, and of course you probably never played it because it was all sea-based, and yeah, you don't no. like the naval battles. I don't. So he was all in the Caribbean. I he don't was like a, the 10 seconds that I have to get on the boat. He was a pirate, and uh, he didn't care about the, he, you know, uh, everything. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. He, oh, yeah, he, I forgot that that was a thing. He said at some point during that video game, he was like, I don't really know about that first part, but I like the second part. Everything <laughs> so he was a uh, he was a pirate that kind of reluctantly became an assassin because he stole an assassin's clothes and then started like pretending to be him and then got too far in and turns out he was pretty skilled. So he just fucking ran with it. And then his son was Haytham. Haytham Kenway. was a Templar. So Kenway was Kenway was Haytham was a was a Templar. Oh, he was kind of like an anti-hero though. He was. He was. Right? He was the most like level-headed. He was the most sympathetic Templar. And then his son Connor was a half Native American assassin. Uh, assassin. Yeah. So in between all of that, you get this guy, Shay Cormac, who was uh, Irish. And no. it's uh, 1750s. You're in um, New York slash uh, Canada, like Newfoundland, kind of eastern. Like Niagara coast. Falls area. So it's kind of the same thing as a... Uh, as Black Flag, where you're on a ship the entire time, but instead of like the Bahamas, Jamaica, and shit, you're going between uh, really cold ass places. You know, you're mm -hmm. kicking icebergs and you're uh, hunting narwhal and shit, and you're fighting polar bears. Um, whole thing is though, he starts as an assassin, and uh, halfway through becomes disillusioned with it, mm. and Haytham actually uh, takes him under his wing. And he becomes a Templar. So, be, so he's rogue. 
because he starts as an assassin, becomes, becomes a Templar, a Templar. and uh, starts killing assassins. And the thing that made him disillusioned with it, he was in Portugal, in Lisbon, in the 17, you know, 60s or whatever. In that big ass earthquake. He went to remember the precursor uh, sites. And the like that Ezio would find, and uh, yeah, so they, they were the underground spots where like you would find you know Minerva and those crazy gods that started the architects of like a human humanity and They're shit. Supposed to be like like the first race of people in. And you take the apple, world. you take the, the uh, apple of Eden, you take the apple of Eden, and you put it in the in the pedestal, and you see these crazy like things. So he, Shay, under order of the assassins, uh, did that in Lisbon, and as he like pulls the apple back out and it starts running away. The entire city is collapsing on itself because he caused the earthquake. Oh, wow. So because he's messing with these precursor sites, he causes the earthquake. And he's like, what the fuck was that? And they're like, don't worry about it. Let's go. And if you know anything about the Lisbon earthquake, it killed like a quarter of the of the population of Lisbon. Mm-hmm. And they were all in uh, church at the time. So it was like it happened on a Sunday or maybe like a Saturday morning. So uh, all these people died in, you know, these cathedrals that collapsed and uh because they were in in mass um they had candles lit so, so a bunch of people a giant ass fire a bunch of people died from the earthquake and cool. then even more people died dying from fires for days that's really cool so shay shay all that all, all that happened to shay and he was like what the fuck get the fuck out of here and hathan's like you know oh the templars are all about safety and prosperity and basically the templars were the empire and the assassins were the rebellion of in, for the star wars analogy where it's, you know, like at at first, Padme Amidala is kind of on the Republic, and she's like, "Yeah, unity is good," and those separatists over there, they're evil. And then it slowly morphs into the Republic becoming more and more totalitarian, and then they become an empire, and then suddenly the rebels are the good side. And it's kind of like that whole cyclical thing between Templars and assassins. Some people are out for prosperity, some people are out for power, some people are out for peace, some people are out for chaos. But at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. It's just a big circle. You just want to sit around. And no one can sit in the middle. We always we always got to go. Yeah. So is it cool? Is it cool or what? Rogue's cool. Um, I uh, I got the platinum trophy last time in about three weeks. This one's taken me months and months and months. Why? I don't know. You're playing other shit. I've been playing other shit, and dude, I'm starting to finally relate to you're just like I can't sit for more than an hour, and like be focused on it like I, I i get up and i do other things i finally understand what you mean thank you where i'm like i feel like i was losing my mind no I like yeah I, I check my like, fo- i check my phone i go into the kitchen and i come back and i'm like oh, you know i kind of just want to like it's weird like when you've got your Hulu. own like place and you're just kind of like like i mean i don't know if it's like the same for you but like like a lot of work goes into like i mean when i was living with my living mom on your own when like, i was living with, well not even that when i was living with my mom i would be upstairs in my room because you just sort of feel like you were just contained up there. Yeah, right? and I'm like, why would I go downstairs? There's like adults down. There. I mean, I was technically an adult at the time too, but it's like my mom's down there. Like I'm not trying to hang out with them on the couch and blah yeah, blah blah. Like talking about shit I don't want to talk. But about. But in my own place, I can go out and hang out on the couch and smoke a blunt. And you know, my PlayStation isn't out there on the couch where the blunt is. So you know, I do yeah. that. I get distracted watching some show or another. I watch Forged and Fire and. And then you I go to sleep. Roommate and you talk to your roommate and you do like, you know. And then I get and then I get my bed and I'm like, I could play for another hour or I could just or go to just bed. Just go to bed. Like, yeah, I mean. I feel it. I feel yeah, it now. Just like you got to like find the time to do it. 
and it's just not always easy. Like when you're on your own, like you're kind of just like there's a million other things to do. And, and the new God of War came out where you're like a Norse god, and I tr- really, I really like that game, and I tried to get into it, and I just stopped playing it for a day, and then I never went back to it. And I will one day because it's a really cool game. But you're just old now. That's what. That's the problem. Yeah, man. You're old, and you're just like preoccupied and there with are certain f- things. Four and- games coming out in the next three months that I really want to play, and I really you sit me in front of anybody who plays games. If they got bills to pay, your priorities are different. They just, they just, they fucking just. And yeah, the dog walking in my, in my busy days used to be like from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And now my normal days are from like 8 to 5, you know? So I'm just like yeah. not home that much yeah. anymore. You're just fucking, <laughs> you're not making money. You're doing shit. You're fucking busy. All right. What is, uh, what's, what has sucked that you've come out and tried to play? Um, I mean, that's just, a lot of games. Dude, sports games. I mean, I know this is like, true that's been true but i'm I, i'm still i'm like that like slow kicking of the heroin addict like <laughs> i keep trying to be like this year's the year that like i'm You're not micro dosing i'm not gonna play madden anymore i'm never gonna play madden again i buy madden when it comes out because i'm like yeah madden and then a week later i'm like why did i do this i just wasted 60 dollars on it so this year i finally did not buy madden all now, these other years i've been i'm good i knew it was a waste of time a waste of time and money every year for the last 10 years and I kept doing it out of habit because I'm like oh I'm gonna love it. It's the same shit over and over and over again the NFL season's right around the corner there's no need to play a football game when football's on TV all the goddamn time now. And I love FIFA more now as an adult and even still I didn't buy FIFA this year because it's just like I don't know how people continue to play sports games every time it comes out. I just like I don't find that as like a form of escape like no, and then you're getting mad at people online, and you know you're upset. I, yeah, I, things get dis. Your 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 connection's not totally great, so you you know something lags and you lose, and you're just I don't frustrated. Know, I don't you're like, what really am I doing? Don't care much for There's multiplayer no aspects. Like co-op is one thing, but like competitive multiplayer, it's just like. There's such a steep learning curve, and it's like you're playing with some kid who's like just has the luxury to fucking sit at home and play it all fucking day, or just has the fucking carelessness to do it. I don't and know. And also has the aptitude because when you're best at it is when you don't have anything else to do. Like you said, you have all the time to do it, but also I feel like 12 year olds are like peak gamers. Like Dude, the older, they are, they're spongy the, still. The like. older you get, like the, the like, unless it's the one game that you play all the time, you just get slowly worse and worse at video games. Yeah, this is like you know. You wonder how like your parents are so bad at technology, and like you're gonna be there one day. You're just gonna be like, I don't know. You're you're, you're holding the controller the wrong way, and every fifty seconds you just go, Wait, let me look. Oh, that button. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I, I was I never doing that, that with the Switch when I was like really? learning how to play the Switch. I was like, what button? Because I, I like looking at the back. I, of it. I'm so used because I don't have an Xbox anymore, and yeah. I don't play Nintendo fucking platforms very often. I don't know. Like I know. Squares on the left side, triangles on the top, circles on the right. Oh yeah, X on the bottom. I don't know where when you give you A B A B, X, but it's like B A. It's not fucking. <laughs> it's not A B. Like it would make sense. It's B A and and, and Y X. Like in that Zelda game too. Like Y is like pause, and you're like, why is Y pause? When yeah. start pause? The start's always been pause. And when you play in the handheld, your 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 the 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 two bumpers, your finger might hit the wrong one, and all oh, of a sudden yeah. you're pulling up a sub menu or doing something. You're like, I don't want to do that. Like. <laughs> So that's going to be the one that I say sucked. I just yeah, that's right. Sorely disappointed. That's another that thing game. why I haven't really been playing PlayStation Two was because 
I was super into my Switch, and I'm like, this can go with me to the couch. Bought my would, Switch, played it for about six days, and I haven't touched it since. Aww. Not, Not that I don't Kart. want to. I bought Assassin's Creed Origins, and I love it. I'm fucking That's right. down with it right now. I'm playing that right now, and I'm loving it, dude. You want to give me the rundown that I gave about Rogue, about Origins? Because I've played it, and I platinumed it, and it's uh, amazing. So, I don't... I honestly love all these Assassin's play, Creed games. Yeah, they're great. I, they're it's great. It's a cool you know, concept. I mean, I, even it's the ones that I probably wouldn't like, I'm sure if running. I played them long enough, I would find a way to enjoy them. Because at the end of the day, you're doing the same shit. Like, yeah. you know, you're you're and they're Climb into a cool top stories. tower, yeah. do a little 360 sink, and then jump off. Of Kill them. somebody with a hidden blade, or bust a tomahawk in their head, and you're good. You know what I mean? And it's like it's like the same thing over and over again. And I do like that they kind of deviated from the formula a little bit with Origins. They made it more RPG, which at first pissed me off a little bit because I was trying to do shit that I couldn't do and I forgot about that enemies were just like wrecking my shit and I was just like you can kind of choose like a, like, a, like a power tree a stealth tree yeah. or like a gimmick tree where you and like hunter that, seer yeah. or warrior and it's like they all kind of have like different purposes and all kind of allow you to play the game a certain way and I like playing the game that the way it was intended to like I want to use the hidden blade as much as I can yeah you want to hate hide in bays of hail and you jump wanna... off shit and assassinate people and, and then, then run away into some grass yep <laughs> that's exactly how I still play the game but it took me a while to get used to the combat uh it is a lot like dark souls like you said it was but nothing is ever gonna be no. like dark souls everything's light dark souls dark yes. souls is fluid it's just like i i cannot sing the praises of that game enough and how dialed in they were on combat like a lot of people go oh it's really gimmicky you just dodge and attack and I was like, what the fuck do you want to fucking do it's combat like it doesn't it doesn't like you're doing math fucking problems or you're anything exploiting like, the code of the hitboxes <laughs> Even if you are, like, that's what you're fucking that's, that's supposed games to do. All, yes, yes. When you jump over the little lemons in Mega Man, you knew exactly, like, yep. your foot could kind of touch the end and of them. But hit. Or, or, or in or, Mario, if you be, jumped on an enemy the wrong way, you, yeah. it hurt you. Like, and you just, you had to figure that out. But with Dark Souls, it was like, it's fluid. Like, it was not like, oh, I just jump and get out of the way. It was like, I dodge. I got to manipulate the camera. And it was like, not until I figured out that if I play without locking on, yeah. I have a lot more freedom and yeah. a lot more control over what my attacks are hitting. And staying locked on kind of fucks you because you're... Your, your attacks are centered on one focal point. And what I figured out from playing Bloodborne was is if I dodge and I swing my ax and turn the camera at the same time, I don't hit right in front of me. I hit 75% of the 360 degrees that I'm able to hit. You can fucking well, that's wipe the, attacks. That's, like, the, that's the boss's moves. Fuck yeah. They see you yeah. come in and they track and they, they could be not facing you and just... He could be in front of a guy with a spear and he's winding up. It's a spear. It's only going to hit you one direction. And as you're moving, he goes... He turns. He's like, oh, hey, there you are. Mid thrust, he's pivoting. Like, and it's just like, and that's what you have to do. Like, you got to figure out how to manipulate the camera. And Dark Souls was really good at that. The 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 buttons and everything were really responsive. You dodge, you fucking get right back up. You attack, you get out of the way. You can either block, you can parry, you can do all this stuff. It was really intuitive. It's really responsive and it's fluid. There is no like choppiness about it there are some gimmicks that fucking come across like especially in dark souls 3 when every boss is the size of the fucking tv screen and you can't see a fucking thing that's gimmicky as shit but there's ways to figure out figure that out if you're if you're effective at navigating the camera then 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 dark souls isn't a problem and that's how i've I didn't feel like Assassin's Creed Origins like had that dialed in for a while. I was waiting for you to get back to it. <laughs> it was just like choppy. Like I was just like, it's choppy. I don't fucking like this. I don't want to target enemies to hit them. But I just sort of figured out that it's like I can't be 
super, super, super aggressive. I'm not overpowered like I was in previous games. Because yeah. in previous games, you, you could have 12 enemies around you. And you can choose Just hit to. the counter button, and then you kill a guy. Yeah, yeah. And then you hit the counter button, and you kill a guy. You hit the dodge button, and then you stab a guy in the Origins, neck. Origins, like, it's finally... It, I remember it was one of the few games where there was finally, like... They're going to attack multiple guys at once. You yeah. know, they didn't do the Batman thing yeah. where it's like, okay, Batman's surrounded by eight guys, but first this guy comes, and I kill him. And then this guy comes, and then I kill mm-hmm. him. It's like, no, four dudes attack you at once. Swarm you, dude. There's going to be two guys with bow and arrows that are hanging out in the back that are just picking you off. Yeah. There's going to be one guy with just a fucking spear that's going to come at you. Two dudes are going to have a shield. One guy's just going to be a juggernaut. He's going to be huge, and nothing you do is going to fucking take him down. And it was like, they're basically telling you, run like get away well go, and the best go, part go. is as i said uh to you earlier um in the other games when you're like skinning animals it's like rabbits and deer and shit this one you're like okay i'm gonna hide in this bush oh a crocodile's in this bush because you're yeah, in fucking yeah. Egypt. there's a fucking hippo in the water like, <laughs> like yeah. oh my god yeah and <laughs> i love that it took me a while to realize what was going on because i'm so used to dark souls and in dark souls the whole thing was just like don't back down like yeah, don't yeah. run from anything you have to fight everything head on but in assassin's creed when you get mobbed by you're Five, it's six not, guys. It's not Warrior's Creed. It's Assassin's Creed. Fucking you gotta run. Be, you got to run. You got to get away. That's the that's the that's where the fun lies is not getting killed. And once I figured that out, the game took a whole new level. And of course, I had to get to like level like 12 to and like then, get some and skills. All and, their all their red circles turn into yellow circles. Oh, where'd he go? Where'd yeah. he go? And I, and I like that. And I like I like going, fuck. Like my favorite thing to do in that game is to like find a fortress and use Senu to kind of like scope it out target and locate everybody okay 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 all right i'll make my plan here i'll make my plan here and then once you get like you fuck up and somebody comes around the corner that you didn't know was there you uh you you bail you're just like oh shit like and you just run you jump out of the fortress you go wait you go hide you come back from the other side and just start all over again and like that's like that's like the coolest part of the game is it's just like that game doesn't reward you for being stubborn like it rewards you for for getting the fuck out of situations where you can't handle them level system any game with like you know oh i'm better now cool i, I killed more guys got some experience and i'm better and i found that a little irritating at first because i was just like this sucks like because in the, the original assassin's creed you could just walk up and kill anybody right away but then i realized i was like oh well if you take the context of the story and you're not Ezio anymore you know? you're not an assassin when you're, you were when you yeah when and you're a fucking et- cop like, by the second and third uh, iterations of Ezio you came fully loaded you yeah. know because you were like I'm already an assassin Boom, yeah. I've got my throwing knives that, even Ezio my... right away was able to fucking fuck shit up but like Bayek's a Magi or whatever like he's like a fucking civilian police force like you don't have shit going on like and I like the story the story's really cool so far I like that it's like a I learned a lot about it about, about that Ptolemaic time of like Egypt that went on for like 400 years though like yeah Ptolemaic reign was but still but I mean the fact that like Egypt's mainly known for 5,000 6,000 years ago and Ramses and this was only 2,000 years ago so it's it's past oh and you know the little uh, the tips that go in between the loading screen. My favorite one is that more time passed between the building of the pyramids and Cleopatra than Cleopatra to us now like, like three thousand years, or like something? yeah, it's three thousand years. Like six thousand BC is the is the building of the pyramids, and this is you know. What was I looking up? It only took them twenty years or something to build, and I was like, I'm super impressed by it. I don't remember exactly what I was. It was I don't remember, but it was like something they built within twenty years. The pyramids are insane. 
Oh, the pyramids are to this day like it's like Stonehenge, but like you know, obviously on a giant scale. But in the same way as like, how did they move these rocks? Like, what the? When you think about the pyramids at Giza, and then you think about Stonehenge, you go big fucking deal with Stonehenge. Like, well, they they fucking stack some rocks on top of each other. Okay, like the crazy thing about Stonehenge is the rocks that they used are not native to that area. Big fucking deal. So it's like they just they got eight. They got enough people to drag them from wherever the fuck it was. Like, was the wheel invented yet? I don't know. If the wheel was, then it's simple. Like, it's easy. That's that's fine. Like, you know. But the pyramids, a wheel's not going to help you there. They had to fucking mine that shit out, shape them, and then stack them. And yeah, and you, and you're slowly stacking them one on top of the other. But then you got to keep the ramp there so that you can keep bringing up more and more and you got to keep building new ramps not only that they just like they they knew like and this isn't the most impressive part but and it matches stars like if you look at the points of the like they're matching like constellations and shit oh my god they're fucking fucking amazing congruent with orion's belt Uh, Yeah, so I'm playing Origins right now. I really like it. It took Memphis yet? uh, Yeah, I actually just left Memphis. I killed the lizard and the crocodile, I think, and I got to go kill. No, I think the crocodile is who I have to kill right now, and that's like the the second tier of four dudes. And I'm taking my time. Like I'm doing like they did kind of take it back to quests, and they did take it back to Assassin's Creed One, where it was like kill these three dudes and then report back to me. Okay, now you have to kill. Yeah, that's the one thing I kind of am like a little chapped about it's it's like i wish they could have made like the quest line a little more uh like inviting because it's it it, once you pointed out it was just like like, you kind of spoiled the ending for me but not like really you were just like oh bike just gets tired of doing everybody's dirty work and then i realized all these quests it's like when it's like go kill the crocodile it's like i gotta go talk to this guy he's gonna be like my camel got stolen can you find it and then i find his camel and he's like all right he's over here like (laughs) and it's just like i don't want to do this just tell me where the fuck he is so i can go kill him like i don't you know i'll do all the side quests i have no problem doing that we're dope yeah it's always like someone's killing people in this city square find out and you're like you gotta go infiltrate a fort and then like bust open a cage and carry a dude like back to like you know safety like, like look at look at markings on the wall and you're like oh there's someone's there's been a struggle there's a curse like you know like find the hieroglyphics in the neighborhood and figure out what the curse means or yeah so i'm playing that right now it's it's really cool at first i was kind of just like like i watched like the opening cinematic or whatever and i was just like this is choppy i was just like damn like i had i had like high hopes for that game last year when i saw like it was coming out and i was like oh cool because i think it came out in like october like a year old now yeah and i was just like oh this looks dope cool i'm gonna play this at some point and i've got obviously got caught up playing dark souls i don't get to play as much video games as i want to but you can bet your ass now on saturdays jordan works i'm home all day if i'm not golfing which i haven't been for a while i'm fucking playing that shit from fucking 7 30 in the morning till fucking 6 p.m like just straight like 11 hours of just straight gaming so i get caught up i try to play you know an hour or two every night right now i'm studying to take the uh, real estate certification exam. Oh shit! So I'm not playing during the weekend or during the week, but during the weekend you can bet your ass I'm playing. Um, and it's just cool. It's a cool game. It, it took me a while to kind of get settled into it, and like after a while I just kind of like you know, got adjusted. I'm just so used to Dark Souls, you know, like wow. Dark Souls and Bloodborne, like just to me are like the perfect games in terms of just fluidity and things that you like and unintangible things that you can't really 
quantify like how smooth those fucking games are like it's it's unreal like they're they're perfect and basically every sense of the word like they're a 99 out of 100 on every scale to me and so when i go and play other games i'm always just like well this sucks like da 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 it's not like this it's not like this it's not intuitive like i feel like the dark souls system was and it wasn't always like that like we sucked at dark souls for yeah, a really like, long time dude, dark souls is like one of the least intuitive games ever because it gives you no direction no help and you just have the only thing you can do the only advice that's out there is simple get good and uh i got good and after that it was just like i have the same attitude now when it comes to games it's like if it's not like fucking dark souls you know it's just a struggle so i'm playing origins i really like origins it did take a while for me to kind of get settled in but i'm loving it i'm excited to see where the story goes i like doing shit it's rare in a game when you're motivated to do stuff that's outside of the story yeah and that's assassin's and that's, creed origin is not like that i like i want to hunt animals to get the skins i want to do the side quest i want to find all the synchronization points like that's why i didn't feel bad about spoiling the end for you because that's how it literally goes in the story you do the whole story and then now you re- you're an assassin and <laughs> you realize at the end like as he's talking to his buddies you're like oh yeah you haven't been an assassin this whole time like there's no. been no assassin marks or anything and i'm you're like i forget homie. i'm like i forget i'm playing something called assassin's creed yeah. and then they create it and you're it's kind of like an afterthought like, oh whatever yeah and but the whole and, journey you know, there was really cool yeah it's cool like y- y- and it's like I love that it's like it is origins and you can kind of like see it you know what I mean like what his uh, what Aya's wearing his wife you can see it you're like oh she looks like an assassin like she looks and I love that when you upgrade your shit like you can see that yeah that's the fucking coolest part like when I upgrade my little bracelets or armbands or whatever it's like you can see him get better you can see the hidden blade like get a little more intricate and complicated it's it's fucking rad it's like a great game and I'm excited to beat it I'm excited to plat it because that's why I bought it I wanted to plat it I bought that and I bought Dark Souls 2 um, and I was like, I'll play this first just because I've done Dark Souls 2 already. Scholar of Sin. Yeah, Scholar of the First Sin. I'm going to fucking plat that. And then uh, when Origins or Odyssey comes out, I'm playing that for sure. Yeah. Like, cause I, Assassin's I, Creed and fucking Ancient Greece. I can't yeah, wait, that's dude. just like two awesome things just coming together. So, Although it can't be Ancient Greece because... I don't think it's Ancient Greece. It, because... Uh, well, uh, you look like a Trojan in all honesty. Like, But still, like... Ptolemaic Egypt, which is what you're playing now in Origins, that's the creation of the assassins, and that's, you know... That's around the same time. I, don't, I feel like... So wasn't ancient, Socrates, like... So is, is Origins Socrates AD? Like, no, it's like... It, but it's only it's like... like 62 BC. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. like right before... And and I think Socrates and Plato and Aristotle were all in the, uh, like, 300s BC, right? 300s, 200s BC? Like around the time of Alexander the Great? Yeah, uh, maybe a little after that. Maybe 200s and 100s. But I, I, they weren't in the double digits. You know, they weren't, like, really close yeah, to... Yeah, 399 BC is when he, when Socrates died. So, yeah, like, ancient Greece might be... It might No, because it's Odyssey. It can't be, like, Rome. So it's got to be Greece. So, I don't know. Well, no, because the Roman Empire... No, well, because it well, was but, the Roman Republic and then it was the Roman Empire. Yeah. Or was it the other way around? Well, no, but that's around the same time that that's all happening in Egypt. Yeah. You know, and the, the thing you're playing now is is basically Julius Caesar's time. Mm-hmm. Just about to be a Julius. Yeah, Caesar's so like time. the 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 city of Rome was the largest city in the world from 100 yeah. BC to 400 AD. So. But by the time, yeah, by the time uh, Caesar shit happened, it started transitioning into the empire. But ancient Greece had already happened by then. You know, the Romans learned so much from the ancient Greeks as far as you know, yeah, thought and stuff. 
Well, and so I'm wondering when Odyssey's going to take. Part. Hopefully, it's kind of like in that same time. Like I'm it does look like it's like you're dressed like a Spartan or whatever. But if you, you see Bayek kinda, at all, that'd be awesome. Uh, like, I'm so Bayek. Can, yeah, I, I like that. All thing. the other ones are very, you know, the whole. I'm waiting for them to do like a fucking samurai one. The whole American one were all like Black Flag Rogue Three were all very connected. They had Atawale who was like Time-wise. only for the yeah, PSP. And I guess Odyssey you know the, or or Odyssey seems like it's an offshoot of Origins, yeah. so it might be around the same time. But yeah, no, they need um, to do like a Far East one. That'd be yeah, really cool. so that's what I'm playing right now. I'm Ninjas loving it. What sucked for me was Breath of the Wild, um, and I don't know if it just it just felt like a whole lot of nothing. Like not so much that it sucked, just kind of just okay. Didn't do you really those, live up to what I thought it was going to be? Karak seeds. Yeah. You ever find a guy and he's like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 950 of them. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> when I looked that up, I was like, damn, how many of all, like, shrines, there's like 160 of those. No thanks. And the, the seeds, there's 900. That looks fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds like a waste of total time. I, I, I just will be quick here because I got a couple more things we want to fucking dive into before Spider-Man. we shut it down. Coming out tonight. Uh, just Breath of the Wild just seemed like it just went, a lot went into it and not much was there substance wise the world is cool it's huge it's big it's awesome but there's not a lot going on that's important i beat breath of the wild i did like it but yes it's it's one of the biggest maps i've ever seen in a game not only because it's huge but when you run you don't go anywhere even when you sprint your stamina drains like that you don't have anywhere to fucking go it takes forever to recover like like, climbing is a fucking nightmare well, once your stamina gets really high, like yeah. you can actually just climb for days and it's kind of fun. But even still, you're just like, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. And you're so slow. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I'll go back and finish it. I got to the Zora kingdom and I was going to kill the fucking, you know, whatever the stupid name of the thing is, the elephant water thing. And yeah. I just was kind of like, you got to collect 20 lightning arrows. I, was, I don't want to do this. Like, I just, you know, this is just like very tedious. And just, I just don't. I, I'll do tell this. you what, but that game. It, uh, as far as intuition, I looked up so much stuff. Yeah, and I, I don't. You know like, what? I, I used to have like a point of pride about not looking shit up, but like fuck I was that. on my phone like, so I'll much. look stuff up like, all the time. Like, oh, okay, that's anymore. where it is. But. If I need to figure out where something is, I don't have time to sit around and walk from corner to corner to corner that I've done eight hundred times to try to figure out where. Something talk is. to the townsfolk; they have directions for you. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't do want to talk to that. Just I'm going to go on fucking Fallout Wiki and figure out where <laughs> Pokemon ruined that for me because the townsfolk never had anything to say. And and they were always they did, like, hey, look like at your Pokemon. Vague. And you're just like, no. Anyway, yeah, so <laughs> I really Breath of the like Wild, uh, anything you played that wasn't great? Uh, no. no. I like all my games. I know you. You're weird like that. Like, you're, uh, you know what's funny is, is, like, when you get on Twitter, you're, like, very, like, hard on opinions about stuff. You're like, I don't like this. This is wrong. Da, 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 da. But when it comes to, like, video games, like, you never have anything bad to say about stuff. And it's like, come on, man. Like, I know you play stuff every now and then. You're just like, fuck that. Well, like, the thing is, I, I, I go through two phases of, of games where I download a bunch and I play a bunch. And then for the next, you know, the other half, the, the, the like, the next six months, I go back and play the ones that I liked. You know, I have so many games that I have in as far as the trophy set, yeah. 2% on. And I'm like, oh, never played it again. I'm done. But the ones that I go back to, then that's when I'm playing four games at once. And then once those are all done, then I get eight more games and I pick three from those that I'm into. But yeah, the games that I that I don't like, I don't stick around long enough to be like, well, this is why I don't like it. I just go, no, this isn't for me. Bye. Oh, man. I have to explore every possible reason why I don't like something. Fortnite was like that. I mean, I played Fortnite for about two weeks. It was really cool. And then I'm like, I'm done. 
You're, you yeah. guys are weird. Well, and Fortnite's just like it's simple. Like it's you not you know. No, I haven't. I don't want to play Fortnite. I mean, I'm sure I would enjoy it, but I don't want to play. I just if it's like it's like Minecraft to me. Like it's really not the same enjoyable. level. Yeah. Like little kids like it. I'm not you know. It's I, that thing that you I, understand five minutes into it you're like oh i get it oh, now. i get it yeah i'm never gonna be good at this <laughs> yeah i just i don't want to put the time in and that's how i felt about dark souls for a long time i just like i was like i'm never gonna be that good and it's just like it happened one day like i picked it up again or i started playing bloodborne and bloodborne taught me a different facet of combat combat that wasn't emphasized in dark souls and i was like oh i get it now but anyway uh real quick what looks uh, cool that's coming out soon um, Spider-Man comes out in two hours, as I said. Although, is it going to piggyback on the greatest licensed game of all time, which is Spider-Man 2? For the PS2, um, that one was the one with uh, with Dr. Octopus, with the Tobey Maguire game. I played that game, and I thoroughly Dr. Octopus it. really had nothing to do with that video game, too. It was just it just happened to be Spider-Man 2. Who cares? It, 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 in comic book canon, Dr. Octopus is a fucking rad villain. The first uh, Spider-Man from the Tobey Maguire thing, mm. the first video game that came out, you couldn't even touch the ground. Like, yeah, you yeah. just swung amongst the buildings, and if you touched the ground, you were dead. That's fucking cool. This one was all, like, in Spider-Man 2 was a giant sandbox. It was one of the first, like, non-GTA sandboxes yeah. I've ever I seen. I feel like the Spider-Man games so are good. a lot like Prototype was. You remember me playing yeah, Prototype? Yeah, yeah, where you're just on the street, and you're like, what can I do? Oh, I can get on top of that building oh, in five seconds. I can just jump up Shoo! to the top of that building, yeah. And and the cool thing was, is, uh, in Spider-Man 1, when you pressed a button, you'd start web-swinging. You, you press one button, and you start web-swinging. In Spider-Man 2 and all the subsequent Spider-Mans, you press a button to shoot your web out. You press yeah. another button to swing. You press another button to let go and jump. And then you press another button again to shoot another web out. So you're actually like, you're not just going, tss, 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 tss. you're actually going tss, swing, jump. Tss. So I you're actually like feeling that, you're the movie, And I didn't see the movie, but from what I gathered from like trailers and looking stuff up, it was like they really went back to. Uh, Spider-Man's roots. They tried to, yeah. And you never saw Homecoming? I didn't. Okay. Was it good? It was. Okay. It's actually probably in my I top three. I, the first Spider-Man movie that came out with Tobey Maguire was phenomenal. Well, no. Those were really good, but they didn't age well. Well, and, uh, no. Of course not. And they were also... If you look back on them, they're they're not as fun. You know, they're a little serious. Like they're not very lighthearted. You know, Toby Maguire cries a lot and stuff. Like it's very yeah, he's a homo, but but <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the I mean, Marvel's whole steez has been let's make it light. You know, let's 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 be aware that we're comic books. We're keeping it light. Yeah, yeah. during the main fight, we're gonna have some emotional like serious things. But for the most part, we're gonna be joking. You know, Robert Downey Jr. has been. The master Man, of this, he's, he's been. been he has been. He's, yeah. he's he's sarcastic and wisecracking the entire time. So this one, the homecoming movie, it actually goes back to him as a teenager. You know, it's not Tobey Maguire trying to play a high school senior like this. The guy that plays the kid him is, is a teenager. The kid's yeah. actually he's like kid. seventeen. Yeah, yeah, and he's really good at it. And uh, Jimmy Fox. No, that's the that's the Andrew Garfield one. Oh. Remember they made. Remember when they made the. The, the Gwen Stacy and uh, uh, Emma Stone. Kind yeah, of I one. never saw either of them. Okay, know. those two were Andrew Garfield. That that yeah. was also Sony. Not were they it, bad? Not, yeah, they tried to make it a little funnier, but it was yeah. just like, eh, whatever. Anyway, this one with Tom Holland, who's actually seventeen, uh, he's really good at it, and um, Michael Keaton's in it, and he's the Vulture. Okay, the Vulture's kind of a lame ass bad guy, but. 
This one's like super mechanized vulture, yeah. where he's not like because the, the vulture in the comics was an old guy in a bird costume. He just had big fake wings on. He just jumped off buildings and kind of glided to the ground. This is like mechanized, like flying suit kind yeah. of vulture. And he, the reason he's called the vulture is because it takes place after the Avengers. In the Avengers, they fight a bunch of aliens, and um, you know they fight the aliens and they win, but all the aliens are still on the ground, like all these giant spaceships have fallen from the sky and they're littered all over New York. So what the vulture does is he becomes a billionaire post that because he salvages alien parts and uh, the government's been trying to... uh, Oh, shit. um, Pick up all these alien parts and, like, keep them, you know, because that's what governments do. They're like, oh, these are our secrets. They don't want to let anybody, you know, want to make public outrage or outcry. So what this guy does, the vulture, he salvages the parts secretly, sells them on the black market, makes a killing, and that becomes... He started as, like, a construction guy, like a cleanup crew, and then he found out, oh, this is much more lucrative to just be a uh, black market, you know, arms dealer for this alien tech. The movie's really good. But anyway. Well, I'll have to watch it, I guess. The video game, uh, yeah, seems to be in that same vein, and you're, you're, you know, still the young, wisecracking kid. The, uh, you I know... I think I reserved it. Classic Spider-Man. Last time I went to uh, GameStop, I put some money down. I reserved... Red Dead uh, Redemption 2 which That's I'm excited one. for That's another That's one the one that I'm really, really cool. excited for and the guy was like if you do this right now you get 10 bucks you gotta split it between two games blah blah blah, blah. and I was just like can I not put it to one game because I don't really like play video games all that much anymore and he's like no unfortunately you gotta be two so I was just like uh, well you could have done Odyssey Odyssey comes out in October November I did Spider-Man so Spider-Man comes out in two hours um i I put five dollars down on assassin's creed origins and picked it up a year later red dead (laughs) red dead uh comes out soon odyssey assassin's creed odyssey comes out soon the last one that i'm excited for in this calendar year is uh just cause four Oh shit, huh? Yeah, just cause. I just cause played is that like back in the day. Possibly the greatest uh uh, uh sandbox. No, no, I'm saying the greatest uh um I'm trying to think of what the name is. Like mechanic. Where you have fucking you have a parachute that can just come in and out anytime it pleases and you have a grappling hook and together they let you fly anywhere you want yeah, you're like you just pick up a bunch of speed you grappling to the ground and then open your parachute grappling to just that 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 tower over there you start to fly at it like you're batman and then you let go and you put out your parachute and you start to sail and then when you start to sail go go slow when your sail starts to go slower you grapple the ground and you pull yourself and it's like a it's like rowing a boat but in the air and you're on a parachute with a grappling hook it is pretty fucking cool and you just blow shit up you throw a remote bombs at a you know a power generator you press a button and all right so we're hitting an hour 35 here we got i'm 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 talking about video games for a while there well that's good i like that that's what we're good at we know we still thing is we can talk about video games and not sound like a much total assholes like what Maybe we do, but I'll, I'll talk about them all day anyway. So, so, so here's the thing. I had uh, just one topic here. We're gonna just keep it one-sided here. We're gonna go on. Uh, I just kind of wanted to touch on the whole Colin Kaepernick Nike thing. They made him the face of the Just Do It campaign, and of course, people are boycotting Nike, and that's an issue in and of itself. And we can look at that all day and be like, you know what? Those people are idiots. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like you burn your Nikes that you already bought. They already made them. You already bought them. Like you're really not hurting the bottom line at all. And there's the Uh, thing, you know, when you say people are out there burning their Nikes, is it six people? Is it thousands of people? Here's the thing. If, 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 
six million people are burning their Nikes and 600,000 of them post videos or pictures of that. What is that? Do you know what that is? What? That's marketing for Nike. It's it free is. fucking marketing. It like, is. These people don't understand what's going on and here. And a bunch of people might say that they're going to boycott and... They don't know that Nike also owns Converse, so they'll be like, "Fine, I'm not going to buy Nikes." Hurley and, and dude, I'll buy something else. Yeah, and and all and that the shit people is- that say, "Oh, I'm going to burn my Nikes," they bought fifty four dollar you know Nikes once every three years. Like Nike's not giving a shit about you. Like that's that's not what they care about. Yeah, and they care about me because I buy three different pairs of golf shoes every six months. And <laughs> exactly, uh, you know that's 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 their fucking bottom line. They're there. going for kids. They don't care about fifty four year old men that are like I'm not going to wear socks I've had these anymore. Running okay. shoes for forty five years. That guy who cut his socks up. You know what that happened though? That's like free marketing. Is that guy that 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 the uh, uh, I forget who it was. It was big and rich is like sound producer. And he retweeted that or showed that to a bunch of people and that guy's got millions of followers and they all saw that and like people are gonna be like yeah i fucking stand in solidarity with you but at the end of the day that's getting retweeted by other people who are showing it to people in their feeds it's just like free marketing for fucking nike like and also i mean i don't know if this is just a conservative thing but a lot of people don't seem to be good about and don't seem to know what the word boycott means because I remember there was that whole war on Christmas against Starbucks uh, when they were like, "I'm going to boycott happy holidays." Or- I'm going to boycott Starbucks by ordering Starbucks and asking to put like Donald Trump as my name so that they have to write Donald Trump on the thing. And it's like you're still getting a four dollar coffee. Like, well, you're not I doing mean, anything. The, uh, here's the thing uh, 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 with Nike. Like my, Nike's a multi billion dollar fucking organization. They're going to bounce back. Like, they're not going to. There's people all over the world who this isn't an issue for. And they don't fucking care. They're going to keep buying Nike products regardless. They're not going to fucking look at this and be like, oh, it's a, they're choosing flag over, uh, uh, they're choosing product over country or da 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 da. That's the thing. So many other people around the world, they, they treat patriotism in a very different way. And it's not like better or worse. It's just yeah. not the American way that we treat flag and patriotism and country and nationalism. And, it's just weird. And, it's just a and different it's like, dynamic that we have. Colin it's Kaepernick's awkward sometimes. That that is a long and and very 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 convoluted story. It's a simple story if you have a fucking clear head on your shoulders. But it but there there there's a lot of you know facets to it about what has happened since he started taking it started out as a protest against police brutality well, it started out as him sitting and then no one knew what he was doing for about two games yeah and then after that someone finally asked him and he's like oh this is why i'm sitting and then people were like that's super disrespectful so he was like okay let me talk to a former marine who was also my former teammate nate boyer and this guy who's like He's been well, and he's, he's been and, seen and, and, in pictures standing next to Kaepernick with like his hand on his shoulder. He's standing with his hand over his heart. Kaepernick's kneeling, and he basically said kneeling is a f- sign of respect rather than just sitting there on a bench like yeah. with your head down. That's not respectful. Kneeling is he's acknowledging, acknowledging the flag what you, is and, it's acknowledging and, the flag yeah. while still acknowledging your point. And people just kind of, of course, everyone just glosses. It, did, didn't, it didn't start out as a slant on the military. It was. It, it was, never it was, was a slant on the military. brutality against he black people. He realized halfway through, he was like, or he realized a little bit into it. He's like, man, maybe I am offending some military guys. Let me talk to one. This yeah. guy gave him a different solution just so he didn't, he wouldn't have his message muddled. And of course, it's been nothing but muddled for the last. Well, and it's months. all people who didn't serve in the military and people who, 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 who are in the military have come out and been like, you know what? This isn't what I fought for. I fought for your right to do what you think 
And so many is people important to you. love to say that, you know. Oh, he's disrespecting the flag. He's This is freedom. Blah, blah, blah. You ask, stand up for ask freedom. Ask any one of like, my veteran friends. They'll tell you what's what. If freedom is what freedom should be, it should not be questioned what your beliefs are for sitting during the national anthem. Like, it just shouldn't be. Like, it just shouldn't be. And people be. are saying, like, you know, keep politics out of sports. When playing a national anthem is very political like it's not one side or the other but it is politics at its core of you know yeah respect country and flag that's very political that's so of course our fearless leader gets involved (laughs) in this and has something to say about it but it just makes me think like is the president allowed to talk shit the way he does for now clearly like i mean like legally or constitutionally or ethically or is he allowed to do that like is he allowed to draw the line in the sand like that i I mean it it definitely he he has definitely uh, crossed many uh at least towed many lines about um like corporate tampering basically when he just that guy bad mouth so embroiled company embroiled in controversy right now and i can't even like yeah you can't even pull a a thread because it's connected to 16 other threads when everybody in your fucking cabinet has either resigned or been indicted on federal charges so you know that 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 how is bill clinton getting his dick sucked (laughs) worse than what this guy's done Consensually too He got his dick cut, his Dick sucked very consensually He didn't force that woman She <laughs> fucking volunteered I mean there might be That whole power head. dynamic thing But it's not like He was like Get in here now And I get it It's like oh He was a married man He had a family Da 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 Family values are important To America Okay but, fine I get that I Adultery get that. is not illegal I get that Even <laughs> it's, it's morally Not permissible But How is what he How did he how how is impeachment even like that's not even a feel like it's not even part of the conversation with Donald Trump. No. Like that guy's indicted on federal fucking crimes. And He's being investigated by the FB fucking I. People tweet all the time, you know, start the impeachment process and it's like no one and there's is gonna no do that. Fucking threat of the <laughs> guy losing his job. He's a federal fucking criminal. Like I think a lot of people are just kind of like just trying to stall and hold out until oh 2020, God. 2021. And you see him say like the right, other day or today or whatever. He's done. like, I'm da, 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 da. I'm pretty sure I'll be hanging around for another six and a half years. Like basically just implying that he's going to win the next fucking reelection. And it's just like, oh my God, I just, I don't know if I can fucking, I don't know if I can stop. Every day it's like the guy shows up in the news and it's never good. It's never I would honestly good. be surprised if he runs again because, you know, the incumbent oh, obviously always is allowed to run again, but yeah. I have a feeling he, like he might just get pressure from like the 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 republicans just yeah. to be like very Dude. very very early on in his in his presidency i thought that was kind of going to be the case that he would just be like fuck this one and done yeah you guys are assholes like i don't want to deal with this shit like you know what i mean like everybody this is really hard like <laughs> You know, there was Why are you guys a, paying attention? Yeah, there was an article that came out that said like he was like very stressed out, very unhappy, wasn't sleeping well, and I was just like, good, glad, like very, very, very awesome. Like we don't want you in here. We hope you never fucking running. We hope you step down in the next six months. Like the that could be the is, best thing for America. He already looked like a like a sphincter, you know. So I can't really tell of that whole uh, fifteen, you know, like dude's age, like fifteen years, and like. 
in a one single presidential term. Oh, you know? yeah. So I haven't really noticed that yet because you already look so bad. But do you know if that like has been happening at all? Well, it's as been far as 18 appearance? months, really. 19 months, 20 months. Like, it hasn't been that long. And the guy was already 70-something years yeah. old. And here's the thing about Donald Trump is he's not like Barack Obama. He's not like George W. Bush. Those guys showed up in the office and cared less about what they looked like than what they were perceived as, right, I guess? Uh, Donald Trump showed up with a fake fucking tan. You can see the guy's fucking eyes are white from him wearing those little fucking tanning goggles. He's got a fucking mess of a hair situation. Like, you're not going to know if the guy's aged at all because he's looked the same for 40 fucking years. Like, that guy's going to do what he can. He's going to go get Botox injections. He's going to get this. He's going to get that. My God, what if he gets lip fillers? He's going to keep treating his fucking hair like the toupee that he's wearing will be replaced. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not the kind of guy that's just going to, like, he's not here for the politics. He's here for the publicity. He's here for the fucking notoriety. I wonder what, I really wonder what, like, post-President Trump is going to look like. Like, is he going to do podcasts? No, he's going to be fucking six feet underground. He's going to fucking die. Like, (laughs) the dude's unhealthy. (laughs) Eats cheeseburgers. Yeah, he's, he's fish fillets and shit. Those are bad for you. Fish fillets are bad. I'm, I'm, <laughs> he's eating McDonald's on like a, yeah. on like Air oh, Force One. God. <laughs> yeah, and Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Diet Coke's worse for you than regular Coke. Diet Coke. Oh, that guy. Anyway, uh, so now I'm going to pose this to you real quick here. Right. We're going to get through two things. We're going to try to do it in the next like five minutes. So right. uh, this is a question you asked me. If you became supreme ruler of America tomorrow, what are the pettiest policies you'd enact? All right. I'm going to go first. Yeah, go ahead. All right. I've, I've been on record saying this a bunch of times, too. But uh, if you have a truck, a pickup truck. And you don't need it for your job, like directly. You don't need it to 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 do the job that is your career. You're a total asshat. And if I was, <laughs> if I, I was, I think you've gone on record saying this, like on air. Yes, yes. Like, but if if you if if basically my first decree would be like you have to prove that you need a truck to survive. And if you can't, if you just be like, oh, it's for my motorcycle to like, it's for like the going dune duning on the weekends. No. You don't get your truck anymore. You're done. Simple. Gone. Out of here. So yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, I was like most petty action and act like like thing that you can. A truck enforce, can only be used for work. But, like purposes. you can't. But you can't like kill people. You know you what have I mean? To like have a special kind of license to own a truck. Okay, yeah, but I'm saying the parameters of this game were, were to come up with a with a rule that you can enforce, yeah. and it's like a a huge fine, or it's just illegal. But like you have to get a whole separate license. But you're not killing people, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just like, petty. Yeah. Like mine would be uh, uh, bicyclists no longer have access to the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a weird stat about this. Did you know? That again, this here comes here comes facts that aren't verified by anything but my vague knowledge. Um, the more a country has helmet laws, the higher of uh, fatalities from cyclists. Wait, 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 from cyclists? The or this the stricter the helmet laws in a country, the higher the fatality risk. For, for, cyclists. for cyclists. So cyclists are the ones who are the victims here. Yes. So, so here in America, we're saying that cyclists die a lot because they're all required to wear a helmet. Not because, but 
but as a result of other people's actions. It's kind of a correlation. Yeah. Not causation, but the theory is that because they don't have infrastructure, like our bike lanes are tiny or just not there at all. Yeah. And like sometimes bikers have to be like right in the sewer. Sometimes they go to go on the sidewalk or something. Fuck them. But in so many other, like, I mean, I can say from Amsterdam, I've been to Barcelona. There's a lot of places in Europe where it's an entirely yeah. other lane. Yeah. Like, you know, you've got cross traffic. You've got, it's basically like a freeway where you've got the, the right lane where people are just kind of coasting on their bikes to the left lane where people can pass them. And this all happens self-contained outside of the cars. There's a full lane for them. And we don't have that here. So instead we just say, wear your helmet. <laughs> So the more Protect people, yourself, bitch. the more people say wear your helmet. It's the more the more the government's just kind of being like, "Fuck it, you'll you're, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out. Watch out for cars." That's, <laughs> and that's, no one actually watches out for them. So no, they because we are fucking hella annoyed that they're in the fucking road and they're fucking. So my counterpoint would be like, "Hey, let's build roads to accommodate cyclists." And that's what cyclists... the sidewalk is for. No, the sidewalk is for humans. No, it's on not. Feet. No, it's not. It's for people on bikes. I can't tell bikes. you how many times I'm annoyed when I'm walking on bikes. when I'm walking dogs and I've got headphones in my ears and I just hear a little. Ring, ding, ding, ding. Because people on the sidewalk are trying to get by me, and I'm like, "This is where feet go. You get in the street." No, you you but make the sidewalks have... bigger. It's a simple solution. If you got to make one thing bigger, make the roads. Bigger. No, don't, because that takes too long and too much more. Uh, it takes a lot more taxpayer dollars. Although, so just although make the sidewalks bigger. This goes back to my revelation uh, from a few episodes ago, where I realized I'm. I mean, I didn't just realize, but it's, it's proof that I'm like one of the most convenient arguers of all time. Where. Um, if I'm in the street as a pedestrian, I'm like, I have the right of way. I'm a pedestrian. I belong here. And then when I'm in a car, I'm like, get the fuck out of the road, pedestrians. I'm in a two-ton piece of metal. Like, get out of here. being a hypocrite. Exactly. Very simply. Yes. All right. Depends on what side you're on. And uh, that's it. Any closing thoughts? Uh, okay. Um, oh, I can't look this up. It's got to be quick. Uh, the bathroom. I'll save it. All right. Oh, that means we are on the hook for another episode, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We are on the hook to come back sometime, sometime. All right, so it's been long enough, right? You like you, you can just end it. You can just end it right now. No, right? I gotta. Fucking, you can just end it. No, no. You I for- gotta sign off. Dude. You forgot how we signed off, right? Oh, so you can just end it. I now? did not forget how we signed off. If that's what you're wondering, why? What do you got going on? Are you either gonna say it or you're not gonna say it? No, just 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 click the button to end it. Poop. Just end, just just poop, click the poop, button to end it, and we don't have to do this every time. Poop, poop, skidoo, poop, skidoo, poop, skidoo, poop, skidoo. My main regret. Poop, poop, skidoo, poop, skidoo. It's gonna haunt me for life. Poop, skidoo, poop, skidoo. Done. Poop, skidoo, poop, skidoo, poop.